The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. that time again for Almost Born April with your favorite heart throb. And yes, I said throbs. Oh, yeah. Coming at you. Coming at you hard right now. My name is Kurt Schroeder. I'm joined alongside Mickey Throbbin' and Grobbin' Nobbin' with Pierre Packin. How's it going, boys? Au revoir. And this is Zam Das Skadi. That is the worst French accent ever, but you know what? I'm still kind of aroused by it, was that but French? it's cool. I think it was French. That was kind of like a mix up between like French and German, which is really weird. Okay. Oh, That's okay. Fair. So, like, I don't you know would, how it happened, to be honest. A little bit of that uh, a time play. It's a WW2 porno. You know, you're uh, uh, a, a German soldier in Paris, and you just met a nice young Jewish girl. Nope, I've seen this porn. Not doing that. You know? <laughs> not doing that, no. No, isn't that a thing? I'm pretty sure that is. I mean, it probably is a thing, but I'm not going to feed into it. Guys, we are... uh, That very well may exist, and it's probably terrible. Dude, there's literally a porn for every genre. Even you... we're talking about up on the way up here, yeah. Yeah, even you... I kind of know how it ends. (laughs) Well... Hey man, <laughs> a little bit of a buzzkill. I think it kind of. I think that one had an inglorious bastards thing, you know, mm-hmm. where she just ends up burning everyone alive. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you could pass for a German soldier. You know, I'm I'm gonna say it, like, because they didn't like Jewish people, so I'm pretty sure they wouldn't like niggas either. I think that went like hand in hand. Yeah, that was kind of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Hitler did a whole speech on that. He may have. Das nix. Like one single time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, honestly, that's probably what he said. I, I don't know. I don't know what the German, you know, I, I don't know German. <laughs> well, we wasted no time with this one. Oh, this yeah. Episode. Yeah, it got right <laughs> into, right into it. it. Got to. Right into it. Guys, almost born April. We have our movie of the week, which is Life Force. We will get to that momentarily. But first, guys, I want to talk about Creep Show, the last episode of Creep Show. Uh, episode uh, three and four of season two. How did we like it, guys? I don't know, but my shoulders look great right now. Yeah, sure. They look they look awesome. I was gonna say, man, I've my eyes are glued to those things. Yeah, yeah Pierre packing. You're packing a lot of heat there, man. Pierre big packing Papa Pump over here. Mick Mick packing. So you're also Irish. That's good. I uh, so McPacking. Creep show. <laughs> yeah. What do we think? I don't know. Neither of you watched it. No. It was cool. You didn't watch it. Uh-huh. You're a real piece of shit. Uh, guys, I really enjoyed this last episode. Uh, we had one where it followed a... It was called Dead and Breakfast, which was really, really fun. I feel like that was a Goosebumps book. I, honestly, this felt like a Goosebumps episode. Uh, we had Allie Lauder in this one from Final Destination 1 and 2. Oh. She was also the chick that was covered in whipped cream from Varsity Blues. Yes. Fantastic. What, yeah. Like, what ha- like, okay, so she, I was going to say, what happened to her? But she, well, she's, she's in an episode of Creep Show. Yeah, all right, sweet. Yeah, she teamed up with uh, Thomas Howell from The Hitcher. Uh, they had this whole thing where they're a, a brother and sister. They inherited a hotel, uh, like one of those little like bed and breakfast hotels from their grandmother, yeah. who was like the the world's first prolific female serial killer uh so they have like but it's the whole like their hotel kind of sucks they don't really have like a good hook on it whatever so they get a instagram influencer 
to come and stay there. And the uh, the influencer like puts it over at first. It's topical so, and modern. Yeah, they start, but but they didn't. It was so it's kind of like a weird, like a like a weird murderous shit's creek. Honestly, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but it was the whole like she starts shitting on it, so people oh, are just shit. like giving it like one star reviews that weren't even there. So wow. you could kind of see where things kind of take a turn. Sad uh, how that happens. But but dude, it was it was fun. There was a nice a nice fun ending. It was predictable, but it was. It was just a good time. The second one was uh, about – it was kind of like a little bit of a Hellraiser uh, thing going on there. Actually, Ashley Lawrence was in this episode as a psychiatrist. Oh, She's my, still hot. my favorite actress. Super hot. Yeah, wow. Yeah, you don't know who – Kirstie from Hellraiser. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she's awesome. Why would you think I didn't know who that was? Because, uh, I don't know, you, you say shit all the time that... <laughs> How you accuse. It's it's very easy. Well, Will, help me shit. out here, man. You do say shit a lot. You like, say shit a lot. And it then makes us not believe you at all. Mm, I don't yeah. think that's true. Ashley Lawrence, like my favorite actress. Sounds like something that he would say and be like, I have no idea who this is. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't say that. I, I know, s- but... I said the opposite of that, which was, I know who that is. And I don't trust that. And I'm a fan <sighs> because I've seen Hellraiser... Three quarters of a time. Okay. Well. <laughs> I don't know how it ends, but I liked what I saw. Okay. Ashley Lawrence is in this one. Keith David is in it. Keith David's awesome. Keith David's a man. Yeah, and uh, oh god, what is the guy's name? Josh McDermott from uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Nicotero actually uh, directed this episode. He didn't write it. It was okay. Josh McDermott was was awesome in it. Uh, it was a whole. Uh, Keith uh Keith David is playing as uh like a like a slumlord type thing and he's renovating this building but there's full of homeless people so we hire somebody from pest control to basically exterminate to, to them. murder the people yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah it was it was cool it had a it was I mean it was okay the ending was kind of but it was fun seeing Ashley Lawrence Keith David was just over the top with his acting as you know per usual because yeah. he's he's awesome he really is <laughs> of course dude he's he but he's really over the top at Good. times so he really turned it up in this one uh a lot of fun i'm liking where uh the creep show series is going uh, and the episodes just keep getting better and better right. absolutely i i really like the one where there was a hitchhiker that uh refused to die oh you, uh, you're talking about the first season no this was a uh, creep show too Oh, thanks for the ride, lady. And the one with the goopy tar monster in the lake. Yeah. And also the wooden Native American that Chief, murders people. Chief Woodenhead. Yes. This Look at this hair. This hair is going to get me laid and paid. <laughs> it was like Jake Busey in a wig. It wasn't Jake Busey. <laughs> it was the guy. Uh, he was in Heat, and recently he was in Mindhunter. Yeah, Jake Busey. That's not Jake Busey. Rod Nero? N- did you say Robert De Niro? Yeah. Yeah, he is in Heat, but no, not him. I, I forgot. <laughs> Robert De Niro's in Heat. <laughs> he was absolutely you just, in Heat. He, he, he just goes sniffing his butt like, yep, he's in Heat. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer? Also in Heat. Joe mm. Pesci? No. Not in ah, Heat. Fuck him no, up. but he could be in Heat. I'm surprised he's not in Heat, actually. He was definitely in Heat during Lethal Weapon 2. That's true. I think there was a, a scene of him in Heat in Goodfellas. Oh, that's when he cleansed his palate. Yeah. Pretty sure he was in Heat in Home Alone, too. Oh, oh, being yeah. around Macaulay Culkin like that? Yeah. Well, he got his head torched in Home Alone. So he was really in heat. Yeah. All, of, all of his Roger, 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 Roger was him actually. Like, he was at his hottest. His, yeah. He really needed to cleanse his palate. He would have calmed down a bit. Oh, yeah. 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 Also kind of fucked up. 
He mm. wanted to bite that kid's fingers off in that movie. He, he did. fucking should have. He should have. After the shit that that Macaulay Culkin put them through, yeah, I would have. I would have bitten each of that kid's fingers off and shoved it up his ass and burned him alive underneath a fu- the Christmas tree. Beaten the fuck out of Macaulay. Yeah, now, his see, I family was, I was always on the side of Macaulay Culkin watching that movie. Well, well, like when you're a kid, yeah, but then you grow up, you like you got like rob houses and shit, like you try to, to make rob a, a house. Living. And you fucking yeah. run into this, this, this punk ass little bitch kid. It's an honest living. Who make you slip on fucking micro machines yeah. and Hot Wheels. Just because you want to rob his house. And throw paint cans in your face. <laughs> That's not. That, and yeah, burn yeah. your scalp. I don't remember. Make you step on a fucking rusty ass nail. Ma- makes your friend throw a brick at your head. That I... is the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to Suck me. Brick kid is probably the best thing ever. Yeah. To this day, I still cry laughing watching that scene. That's when he throws it and goes, fuck you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you butt fucker! <laughs> you Todd, you're a butt fucker. <laughs> I still cry well, laughing at that scene. Little dancing history there for those who are in the know. Do you know about that, Will? No. So uh, Glenn and his brick pile. There is this is whole legend. story about uh, Glenn's neighborhood in Hollywood, and uh, there is a guy that comes out with these stories. The ones on YouTube, and it's like, yeah, Glenn Danzig was my neighbor. His place was was kind of slummy, whatever. The grass wasn't oh, really yeah. cut, but he had like a big pile of bricks in the front yard, uh, and his neighbor Todd. But he had like a hot rod in the back. Yes. He like parked his car in the backyard for some reason. Exactly what you would think Glenn to have. But it was like this huge pile of bricks. It was unsightly. So all the neighbors got together and they were like, you have to, it was like an ordinance. Like you have to get rid of these bricks. So he ordered like a dumpster and Glenn was in the front yard, like five foot four Glenn dancing without a shirt, uh, throwing bricks in the dumpster. Never wears a shirt. Never. He never wears (laughs) a shirt. Throwing bricks in this dumpster going, Fuck you, Todd. <laughs> Todd, you butt fucker. Every brick. Every brick <laughs> throwing it. Screaming. Yeah. Glenn Danzig's square neighbor Todd. Oh, like, that would be such a great sitcom. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> you know? He never wears a shirt. I would watch it. Yeah. Picture Glenn in like a man bun doing this. Yeah. He's, he's sitting in his house masturbating most of the day. But when he comes out at night. He menaces Todd. (laughs) (laughs) He masturbates with the drapes open. Yes. His black drapes. (laughs) Everything just skulls everywhere. Uh, Greg, did you uh, you get a chance to watch anything this week, man? Oh, I watched Creepshow 2, which you (laughs) recommended. Yes, the season 2. God damn it. Will you fucking get on this shit? There was a scene with a a wooden, wooden Indian. Chief Woodenhead, I think his name was. Is that Indian in Cupboard? Oh, we just fucking talked about it. Yeah, it was the same guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, actually, uh, in all seriousness. Yeah. I watched The Editor by Astron 6. Oh, sure. you did? Yeah. Nice. So you're expanding your Astron 6 palette. And I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was great. Oh, yeah. It was just as high quality as the rest of their catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever get the chance to see it, please do. You will not be disappointed. If it you is... like Psycho <laughs> Goreman, if... Uh, if you liked um, the other guy we that just we just watched. watched. We just yeah. watched. <laughs> <laughs> Father's <laughs> Day. Father's Day. There you go. <laughs> just as good. Um, Cybercop and uh, what was Cyber the other Cop? one? Did you, you say Cybercop? Biocop. That's the one. Astron 6, everybody. Astron 6. Well, they did that movie Manborg, too. Did you see Manborg? Yet? That's what I'm talking about. I'll let, uh, you, I'll, I'll let you borrow Manborg. Yeah. Uh, ed- editor is excellent. Uh the, specifically the cinematography of it. You could really see the quality. It's 35 millimeter, right? It's a little, um, it's a less, a little bit less like outrageous than some of the other ones. Okay. It's more of a kind of a refined sort of slasher type thing until the very end. Then it 
know, gets a little, you know, their signature kind of wackiness. The trailer but. makes it look like it's kind of a, uh, not a parody, but maybe like an homage to film noir. Hmm. Is that right? In a way. Okay. In a way. It's, it's not noir. Can you give us a little bit of the plot? Uh, well, it's about a, uh, like a movie production. Obviously, the titular editor is a, a main character. Is that the um, uh, Brooks? Uh, was his name Adam Brooks? The guy who was Ahab? Yeah, Ahab. Yeah, okay. A- Ahab is the editor. Everybody's Italian, first of all, just to, <laughs> to set that. So there's a lot of like really hilarious jokes with like bad dubbing where you know their mouths will be moving but lines are different and you know it's it's intentional um there's a a lot of um a lot of like character kind of like lampooning stereotypes like a douchebag producer uh you know like a lead actor who's just like a a pompous you know ego driven kind of guy so let me so Um, the day did they make this to make fun of fucking lloyd kaufman and his bullshit i think this came out before or, no, was this after Father's Day? It was after Father's Day. I think it was 2014, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. yeah, so after Father's Day. Um, so probably then. They're, they're, you know, I, I wasn't really I mean, keeping that Italian, in mind. if it's Italian, I don't think that would be... Uh, oh, good point. Yeah. I, I wasn't really, like, looking for that. I probably should have. But there was definitely, like, they were spoofing, like, a movie production. Um, or at least that was the setting. So there were probably some digs at Lloyd in there yeah. that they hid that I didn't really pick up on because I, I, I actually didn't think of that. Were they going, uh, like, an Argento? Like a yeah, like something like that. Yeah, well, it's a slasher that takes place uh, in like a movie set, and the editor is like this guy with a with a like a sketchy past. You know, he he may or may not be kind of crazy. He was in an asylum at some point, so people start going missing, people start dying, and everyone's wondering like who did it. Kind of. Thing. Oh, dude, that's so cool. It's a, it's a slasher. Okay, I hey man, I love a good slasher, so I will definitely check out the editor. Yeah, good shit. And if you love all the the actors from. You know, the Astron 6 group, all they're all in there. And why would okay. you not love those yeah. actors? Yeah. yeah. The uh, the one guy who plays the priest in Father's Day does a, a pretty hilarious, like, uh, Donald Sutherland impression. He's dressed just like him. <laughs> um, and that, that's basically his role, is he's, he's Donald Sutherland. I that's tried funny. for eight years to reach the boy, and then another five just to keep him contained. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what pure evil is until you look into the darkness of the eyes, which is Michael Myers, and you'll find that there is no man there but a driven force of pure evil. Like, I, uh, sir, did you want fries with that? Uh, <laughs> I shot him six times! There was a really funny gag that they kept doing. Um, where he like he's, he he plays a police inspector, uh, so he consults a priest every once in a while just for like, you know, clues or guidance or whatever. But he keeps referring to the priest as wizard, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Like, let's talk to the wizard. No, he just calls him wizard. Hey, wizard. He's, he's like, don't don't give me your your tomfoolery, wizard. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> the the priest, there's some some bullshit legend about how like the editor is like the conduit between man and the devil. And like he can he can be the gate through which evil enters our world and all that shit. And he's just like like don't don't give me your nonsense, wizard. <laughs> Dude, this sounds sweet. Yeah, yeah it's, it does. it's good. It's a great movie. I yeah, I mean, if you like their other stuff, it's it's right up uh, right up there with it. Dude, same same style, kind of same quality. You know, they do they do absurd humor, but it's high quality production. So I would recommend it. Yeah. I, 
uh, yeah, man, I will definitely check that out this week. I've been meaning to check uh, to watch that one because I do want to uh, watch all of their catalog eventually, yeah, me too. including to, uh, check it out, including Divorced Dad. I want to get on that. I know that's on that's on YouTube. Okay. Um, I think that one's just like a little web series. Mm-hmm. I believe it's about a father who recently uh, legally separated from his spouse. Okay. That sounds like a good time. It's giving way too much away, man. The fuck? Oh. It's called Divorced Dad, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, pick up on that from the title, you should probably. One of my favorite subgenres I in. Seen it. No. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite subgenres in horror is found footage horror. I love it so much. I know it kind of gets do. a bad rap, but. Controversial opinion. I, dude, I love found footage. You could have some really shitty found footage movies. I hate when you get like a found footage flick and there's like ominous music playing and it's like wait why is there music playing yeah. when right. this is like somebody's fucking cell phone it, it ruins the illusion it, of uh it like totally does and you got I'm, really excited about the found footage uh jason movie i was supposed to come out yeah 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 yeah, yeah. The, the the failed project that was i i guess only half of that was going to be found footage oh yeah yeah uh there was a uh, greg did you hear about that yeah there, it sounded good he's full of shit yeah i don't know no uh i mean it did Again, you again. You, I, I don't know. You, you keep a straight face while you're doing shit like that. Yeah, because I'm telling the truth. I you have no. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I know. Mickey, the truth, knob knobberson over here. Yeah. That's <laughs> that is what they call me. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys like Cloverfield? Because I feel yeah. like that's that's sort of my baseline for like like if you like found footage or if you don't like found footage. It was it still, seems to be a controversial one. Cloverfield was very early on. Uh, it was kind of the uh, so you had the Blair Witch and then found footage kind of kind of fizzled out after that because it, it, people realized like they, Blair Witch sucked. Blair Witch Blair Witch did not suck mm. uh, for the time. It was perfect. Did you if you watched it when you were like sixteen years old for like in theaters? That's a problem. Was, I watched it when I was like my twenties. So like, dude, it awful. did. The Blair Witch did not age well. I watched it recently. Uh, it's when like it, when it was like super the, grainy. When it was new and like different, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, it, when people weren't used to that style yet. No, yeah. exactly. So, and it, it was, was like the first of its kind, right? No, it wasn't the it first. It wasn't the but, first, but it, but was, it was the first in a while. Okay, like the first one that was like in theaters. And also, like I can't think of a movie before that other than like maybe Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust, Holocaust is kind of a big one that that actually like confused you in the sense like is this is fucking real. Hmm. Well, because uh, with, with uh, Blair Witch, I think if you weren't around for the like the ad campaign that came before it, that added a lot to it. The whole idea of like this is real footage. It was found in the woods. Yeah, but they were convincing about it, and it was before the the internet was there to like blow open the whole thing and be like, oh, it's all just yeah, fake. That's true. Yeah. Um, so they they actually did a good job of creating the illusion of like what it was. There was like a whole meta thing going. Yeah, on. Yeah, I remember the commercials for it. Like like this is real. This is this is not a, a movie. This is all. This like, was these teams like are actually missing. These these people actually like disappeared, and we don't know where the hell they are. Yeah, and like obviously you know. Take that with a with a grain of salt, but if yeah. you allowed yourself to get into it, it, like, I mean, you know, okay, it, being, it made a big difference in just seeing it. You know, twenty years later, when, like, on when DVD did it come out? Like ninety nine? Yeah, somewhere around there. Because okay. what? Uh, Late nineties for sure. Six months later, I want to say two thousand. Because six months later, Blair Witch Two came out, which is my favorite movie. This yeah, is that documented. Is by that was worst, your, your debut. Yeah. This is the worst movie. It's I've really bad. Seen. Come on. It's definitely the it's worst. So One of the bad. worst I take it ever. as a personal attack. You should, because it's terrible. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, well, I, what was I getting at with this? Oh, I watched... Actually, uh, that's the reason the Apology Corner started. Oh, yeah? 
is because that's my favorite movie. Oh shit. Micah didn't believe me. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, DTS history for those longtime fans. I'm thinking, and not just that. Like, that was Greg's first episode. Will was out. uh, And Greg came in guns blazing with all of these facts. That's what I do. Weren't facts. And it was after the fact that I was just like, wait, Greg make all this shit That's up? That's hilarious. Yeah, like you were very, very convincing, but also it added to it because that movie sucks. Well, I'm, gl- was, I'm glad. And it would have just been us shitting on the episode for two hours. <laughs> it was all concept because the, the whole idea behind Blair Witch 2 is that reality wasn't reality. Yes. So I was, yes. I was creating an illusion for the audience. Greg uh, Also is, known as bullshitting everyone. Greg's not two-dimensional. He's three-dimensional. He has yeah. layers like an onion. 4D. Yeah, four dicks coming at you. Uh, he's not 2008. He's 2008. That's not what I'm saying at all. Oh, That's no? not what he's saying. No. Okay. Shit, man. Yeah, man. Shit. I think I fucked that up, too, actually. <laughs> Burst my bubble. Uh, uh, the reason why I brought Over here up... thinking I'm 2008, and then I hear this. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I brought up the uh, the found footage thing is that I actually had a chance to visit Hell House LLC. I forgot what you were talking about. Yeah, honestly. it's a... <laughs> It's a movie that I've been putting. Uh, I've been putting that off for a while. I finally had a chance to like sit and actually watch the whole movie, and holy shit, it's fucking sweet. It follows a, a documentary style format because uh, it's uh, it's it's about a hotel that these guys from New York City bought. It's just outside. It's in upstate New York. It's out. Uh, it's they say it's upstate New York, but it's outside of New York City. So right there, they they lose points with uh, with anyone living in this area. Well, like all of uh, upstate New York is. All of New York is upstate. Exactly. Yeah. And so <laughs> if you're in the city, like that's yeah. So it's uh, it's a hotel that these guys acquire, uh, and it's uh, it's cool because like having working on a haunt and my wife working close uh, with uh, with haunts to designing facades for haunted houses. It was kind of cool seeing like I I this on film where these guys go, they acquire this hotel, they set everything up uh, to turn it into a haunt, but they actually had to stay there. Uh, The place was actually haunted and there are some really, really good gags. It's definitely low budget, Mm -hmm. uh, but I cannot recommend this movie enough. It had a really nice, it's really set a tone throughout the movie. There's a lot of dread. Uh, there are a couple good jump scares, but it's more of the tone. I know uh, there's a, these scenes where they keep staring down at this basement, and it's like, let's go down here. No, let's not fucking go down here. And there isn't really jump scares. It's just more of uh, that, that sense of dread and uh, and just... It's just a real, real creepy fucking movie. I know, Greg, you were talking about uh, uh, House by the Cemetery, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Where it's kind of the same thing, where it's not like jumps, but it's that feeling of dread. It's like an old, old Fulci movie. The, yes, the whole hmm. like uh, basement thing. But he does a yeah, really good job with the atmosphere and making you really kind of like feel that impending doom of like what lies yeah. you know, beyond the, the stairway and the threshold. And, and Hell House, it captures that. I started watching the sequel. Ah, oh, man, I got like 20 minutes into the sequel, and it's definitely rough. And it's a little. I like a lot of cheese and horror, but this one's a little bit too cheesy for my taste. Do you oh, remember yeah. McCamey Manor? No, you've never heard of that. No, no, no. It's I... one of those extreme haunted houses where they just like torture the shit oh, out of you. Oh, is that the place where you sign a waiver? They like pull your teeth out. 
Yeah, they just—they kind of just like waterboard you and beat the shit out of you for like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's not really—it's not haunted so much as it is no. just torture. The guy that designed that house, I guess he—he's uh, a psychopath. He's getting in trouble now too, and they're finding out a lot about his past. Is that like he suffers from from PTSD? Yeah, uh, and yeah, and uh, they give you a safe word, right? He just—he fucks up teenagers in his house for. <laughs> it's not even like it's not. You know, most most haunted houses you go through and it's like fifteen minutes. Yeah. You know, this it's is like, like an hours. eight hour it's like an eight hour Holy all night shit. thing. Yeah, it will they look like, Oh, that fucking that guy. Yeah. 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 Where he ties you up and they just they like put a drill in your mouth. Oh, Yo, he sucks. Well, they like I guess feed you the... shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't know why anyone would want to do this. So the whole but... thing is is that when it gets a little too extreme, you have a safety word. Yeah. You yeah. your safe word. Like like pancakes, pancakes. But then he's like, Are you sure? No. What he does is they end up fucking ball gagging you. So yeah. you can't say So anything. you can't fucking say it. See? Fuck yep. him. Yeah, so I guess there was somebody that was uh, gagged. They, they gagged him, and they put, like, a, uh, a bag over their head. Mm-hmm. And the guy is trying to scream the safe word. Well, they, like, they ended up, the story was, they pulled uh, his fingernails off. Jesus Christ. Fuck that. Yeah, so they had this guy, and they were, like, yanking his, the actor was yanking his fingernails. And he's like, wow, this guy's not saying a safe word. Uh, and then he, he pulled the bag off his face, and the guy was, like, covered in tears. His face is beat red. And he had a ball shoved into his mouth with tape over it. Yep. So before he got into this room, the guy that owned the place... His name's Russell McCamey, by the way. That, yeah. Which, if there's an untrustworthy name, I have never heard it more Yeah, than I remember yeah. that movie, McCamey's Navy. I watched the fucking... <laughs> the, the, the game was on YouTube, Starring like, Frazier. a while ago. Starring Frazier and Bruce <laughs> Campbell. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah, it's terrible, but uh, I guess it's under investigation now. And uh, as it should be, it is definitely. I mean, it's, a, it's been around for like over ten years. Like I hope it's under investigation. Finally. Now it finally is. It was last year. They were just like, you know, or not last year, but the year before that, they were like, oh, he had to move it like from state to state too. Yeah, but no, wow. the guy's sick. The guy's sick. He he suffers from PTSD. If you, if you he's just to say his face or hear him talk, like you can tell he's he's out of his fucking mind. Yeah, yeah he just likes to torture people. Yeah. Like, he gets off. Like, they never really show him from like, the waist down in any of the video, but I guarantee you he's got a fucking throbbing stiffy through this whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, was, he like, was he, like, like captured and fucking tortured in, when he was in the military or something? Because That, I don't, I don't know that, but I, I, I do know, like, now, it is. Is he, like, trying to take out, take out all his frustrations and all of his PTSD? He just had a really overbearing people? mother. <laughs> I, I bet he's just fucking Norman Bates. Like, he's, like, fucking Richard Speck. Yeah. <laughs> Norman Bates. I mean, he just got too many, too many whips with the belt when he was a kid, and he it eventually became sexual for oh, him. I bet it wasn't Ooh. his mom. I bet it was his grandma. Yeah, like some some real, matriarch. It's probably both of them. A real honest. red dragon yeah. type thing. I bet they teamed up. <laughs> Look like, at you tag teaming him while they're you pissed your pants. Tag team back again. Yeah, two scoops. There it is. <laughs> like, Russell, you're embarrassing yourself with your urine. Yeah. You yeah. want me to cut it off? Is that what you want? No, Grandma, no. <laughs> no, Grandma. No, I'll cut it off. Is that what you want, Russell? Well, time to go open a house where I torture people. That's <laughs> <laughs> how that happens. Uh, but I guess the deal is with that place, if you make it through, if you if you, you get don't like a, like, give up. Like 20000 No. No, you don't get anything cool. You get offered get the opportunity to like be a member of the staff. I thought There's, you got money for it. So it's No, I think, not that I know of. Did that get changed? 
I think you literally... I heard it was money, Greg. It's literally Stockholm Syndrome, where they torture <laughs> the shit out of you, and then you become a yeah, member actually, of the team, yeah, that sounds... and then you get to torture other well, people. Like that episode of It's Always Sunny, where the McDoyles fucking kidnap the gang, and D becomes one of them? Yeah, they actually they waterboard you with milk the whole time. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just, just to make that slightly worse. Oh, warm breast milk. Yeah, but I think it started off, they, they like lock you in like a cooler. like they, they put you in like a box and don't let you out. Yeah, and there, there's a thing where they put you underwater in like a cage. Like it's all this torture. Yeah, but apparently there's like a long list of people uh, waiting to do this. It's, it's like there, there's a fan base. It's it's not just like this, like you know, unknown thing. Yeah, you have to like wait in line to do they it. They fucking pull your teeth. Yeah. How is that something you want? I, I think I they had no a Facebook idea. page or something. Dude, I went to one of those. So I, I used to work for a local haunt here in Buffalo, New York. Uh, yeah, twenty thousand dollars you're supposed to get it. Yeah, you twenty. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Nobody's no, nobody no, no got it because obviously they're gonna do everything they can to keep people from doing yeah, it. Because if you make it to the last hour, then they just start beating you with bats. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fact. That's probably. I probably is. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's when they really turn up the heat because they really don't want to give out that twenty grand. Twenty four. Yeah, twenty four thousand people on the wait list per year yeah which is literally impossible for them to to process so you imagine like you just like lost your job you lost everything to the irs and it's like instead of gambling at a casino it's like this is it i could do this i have nothing left to live for yeah i'm going to yeah. mckinney manor yeah and you come out with like your foot sawed off <laughs> just like carrie L's. like you you make it right up <laughs> to the last like the final minute and then you give in because they cut your foot off. You go all the uh, way through. Fuck that, man. Yeah. But then That's... you fucking lose, lose everything you have ever in life. The last 15 minutes is literally Russ McCamey raping you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, this 20 grand. It's, it stayed in my pocket, boys. Do you want uh, it? Do you want it? Everyone leave the room. <laughs> well, anyways, what I was saying, like, there was a local uh, a local place I was working for, and then uh, I, 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 I stopped working for them just because of, you know, schedule or whatever. Uh, well, the, the couple, they ended up uh, moving to another place, and they had a house where you had to, like, sign a waiver to go in, and they would, like, sit you in front of a TV, and you would watch, like, shit like Faces of Death, you know, like, shit like that. Like, people getting, it was like a compilation video that they, like, found on YouTube, and <laughs> like it's like. Pain Olympics? It's like, uh, they. They, they pulled like a dead body out of a harbor and they like fish were coming out of a hole in this guy's neck. They would have you watch that. And then they take you in another room and it's like, stick your hand in this toilet. It's full of shit. And it's just peanut butter. Um, right. And then like, yeah. So like there's that so and that's, all. It's a little more good natured. Though. Yeah. Yeah, sure. And then uh, uh, <laughs> a little more well, good natured. Uh, well, when, when compared to what happens at, at McKinney. Yeah, compared to that. Yeah. That's fucking a walk in the park. Yeah, well, then it reached a point where they were like, here, eat these bugs. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> so <laughs> there was no, like, there was no, like, like prize at the end of this. I'm like, no, I'm not fucking eating mealworms. That's stupid. So when they tell you that, does a, does a, the, the theme song for Creepy Crawlers play? Creepy Crawlers. There you go. No. Nah, they kind of dropped the ball on that. Yeah. They were like, eat this if you want to get into the next room. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I knew like all the actors in there too. I'm like, you guys are just, just not good at this. This ain't the first <laughs> time I've eaten penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something might not know about Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> I smoke rock. <laughs> I smoke rock. Uh, did you guys get a chance to check out that little Ghostbusters preview with the the little tiny marshmallows? No, but I've seen like stills from it. Yeah. It looks fucking great. They're really going for the Baby Yoda angle. Uh, they, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like move over, okay, it works. Baby Yoda. Yeah, it we got one time. 
Yeah, we got the baby stay-puffs. I mean, going to sell so many toys. Dude, it's already mm-hmm. working. Yep. You know it's it's working. Uh, and there's uh, it kind of reminded me of like the little ginger gingerbread men from It was like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Krampus. Yeah, Pillsbury Doughboy if you wanted to bite your pecker off. Pretty sure that's the uh that's the whole parody that they're doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Poke his belly and he wiggles. Yeah, poke his belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. And then Sigourney Weaver comes by and goes, get away from Paul Rudd, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sigourney, is, he, she's famously protective of Paul Rudd. Yes. Of speaking of Sigourney Weaver, I just got uh, Alien Issue 1. Marvel acquired the rights to the Alien franchise. Uh, and it is super good. Not going to give anything away. Uh, but Based it strongly is... on Alien Resurrection for those fans out there. You know what, dude? You could fuck off because <laughs> I love Alien Resurrection. I do too. That came out in '98, right? Yeah, the same year Flubber came out. Whoa! So like '97, right before Galaxy Quest. Yes, actually, I actually uh, love that movie. Galaxy Quest is super good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dude, in, in the Sigourney Weaver timeline, if that's how we want to get <laughs> That's yeah, the hottest Sigourney Weaver ever looked. Yeah, yeah totally. Was in Galilee. A blonde in her fucking, she was just wearing a bra at that one point. Yeah. That was before she became indistinguishable, indistinguishable from Glenn Danzig. Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, now I really can't tell them apart. I didn't know, dude. She looked more like Glenn in Aliens than she does like now. I think you're wrong. <laughs> All right, then. Whatever. I'm not going to argue about this, but I will. Uh, we could talk about Sigourney Weaver's Bush from part one, if you want, or Buck Crack and Bush combo. Uh, the combo. <laughs> the combo of, uh, I remember I had an older friend, uh, a family friend, Richie, uh, Rich Niles. This guy was like, oh, man, nothing like Sigourney Weaver in her little panties, her little white cotton panties at the end of Alien. It's so hot. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I don't know. I, I can't get into that. Wasn't the whole point of that movie it was supposed to be, like, disturbingly sexual undertones? Well, yeah, Geiger designed the the, the creatures. Yeah. It's just dicks. Yeah. So this dude watched that movie, and by the end, he was just like, nope. <laughs> just, the guy at the end of it, he was like, man. Just looking at that butt crack. Look at that <laughs> butt crack, and look at that mound of bush pressed down with those white <laughs> cotton panties. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he missed the point. <laughs> Completely. Slightly. <laughs> Yeah, it's just you know, it's like almost poor in April, man. What do you what do you look at in these movies? Yeah, you look point. at Sigourney Weaver's bush. It's like it was a fucking Brillo pad stuffed in the front of those panties. Whoa, <laughs> full on seventies, man. You know she was stuffing in the sides. That was a good movie. Aliens, yes. so good, dude. Uh, speaking of aliens, speaking of aliens, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but back in twenty seventeen. Um, you guys know the, uh, the the action figure company NECA? Dude, NECA's the best. Yeah. yeah they, make, I, all, they make all the Elm Street, all the Friday the 13th. I just picked up a, a NECA uh, Jason from uh, Part 5. Not Roy, but the dream version of him. Nice. I just picked up a Mecha Jason from Jason X. Oh, no, that's Uber, not Mecha, you piece of shit. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, back in 2017, they um, this is kind of like horror, but like also like late 80s, early 90s pop culture shit too which is probably kind of the same thing um anyway um uh, back in 2017 they released going on back then right yeah um they released a um a figure from the teenage mutant ninja turtles cartoon show um of the uh the, the pizza monster the og cartoon yeah. yeah 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 um i just i literally just found this out 
like and the, it looks incredible. It looks the like pizza a pizza monster. Yeah, but the pizza monster looks like a xenomorph. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I do remember that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah, those look that looks great. When yeah. is that going to be out? Uh, well, like I said, it's been out since 2017. Oh, it has? <laughs> yeah. How yeah, am I? I, I dude, I, 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 I didn't it. know this existed. That's super awesome. Well, no. Well, I, I don't reason I bring it up because now they are they are doing like a deluxe ultimate figure that what? is available for pre-order through NECA for $34.99. Dude, no way. Yeah. Uh, my co-host from uh, the panel discussion, would, uh, Will Smith, would absolutely love that. Yeah, he actually yeah. would. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at, like, looking at pictures and... I know I keep saying I'll post shit on Instagram, but actually I will post these on Instagram. Please. Like, he's like, this looks incredible because it's like, it looks just like. Yeah, the pizza this. monster totally looks like a, like a yellow xenomorph. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I really was dope. always a bigger fan of Ace Duck. Ace Duck? <laughs> Guys remember Ace Duck? I honestly don't. Well, he was the duck from Ninja Turtles. Was that was that from the original series? It was from the cartoon. I think he's only in like one episode. Yeah, he wears a little bomber jacket. I like old. He's a pilot. I like old Leatherhead. He's good. Or how about uh, Genghis Frog? Genghis Frog was sweet. Yeah. I I I like the. Uh, I dude, there's so many cool. Yeah, a little Hawaiian shirt. He was a party animal. That was a good one too. I think, I think him and Michelangelo butted heads a little on who was the I bigger. Who was dude. like? I don't like, remember this. Oh, you know the the frog who had like the the Hawaiian shirt. No, he's That'd looking at Ace the Duck, frog, but I don't I don't remember Ace Duck at all. It was like, oh, he was the one that like pulled out the bag of toot, and he was like, Mikey, who could do the most blow? And he was like, Kawabunga, bro, I could do way more cocaine than you. And he was anatomically correct. He had like a six foot penis, like coiled up inside of his cloaca. Okay. Yeah, oh, sure. yeah, it came out when he stood upright. Uh yeah, that was a that real controversial episode. They actually pulled that one from all the streaming services where they're just doing blow the whole time. I mean, mm-hmm. I imagine so. Yeah, not gonna find that on Disney Plus. And in a coke filled <laughs> rage, they killed a bunch of foot soldiers. I mean, they kind of deserved happens. it. Yeah, oh, they were robots. Yeah, yeah the foot they, were robots. Yeah, they were. And in the video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to blow up in the games. Yeah, they weren't a bunch of. 14 year olds like in the movie. Can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait for that fucking um for the for the for the video game that's supposed to come out soon. Oh, it looks great. Yeah. Dude, it looks so good. Yeah, man. He says we're talking about shit with nostalgia. Do you remember back in the the Lost Boys movie where the Frog Brothers uh when they meet uh Corey Hain for the first time at the comic book shop yeah. and they're doing the whole like uh preparation to actually fight vampires and he goes, that's a serious book, man. Yeah, a- <laughs> <laughs> hope you don't get raped by Charlie Sheen. Oh, God. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, so- <laughs> the whole episode down. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, va- uh, vampires everywhere and destroy all vampires comic books. The props from the movie are actually getting released. Uh, so it's a set of two comic books, destroy all vampires, vampires everywhere. They're 24 pages each and they include 3D color and black and white versions with custom 3D glasses and there is a limited edition of only 750 of these. Uh individually dude, signed by Corey Feldman. I uh, that part's not true. Uh but the 3D glasses are fucking cool. They have a uh, blood splatter on them and on the side it's uh it says 3D there is like a demon wolf covered in flames, and it says, From the flames of hell, your soul is mine. So destroy all vampires Dude, and Sing vampires Sung? every... Why yeah, is, right? Was there a demon wolf on it? I don't know. Is it a vampire movie? I don't know. 
Uh, I mean, fucking beats the shit out of me. The other side, there is a sweet bat with a moon in the background. Uh, is that greased up saxophone player present at any point? I hope so, because he's kind of the real star of the show. Tim Ca- Tim Capella is his name. Yeah, and he's not just the sexy sax man. He's talented. You know, he only has one album, and it came out in two thousand seventeen. Wow. Only one album. He like had his whole life based on the fact that he was at the beginning of Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, dude, yeah. fucking greatest opener ever. Because I think his involvement in it was pretty incidental. I think they were shooting on that beach, and he was just there uh, playing on the boardwalk. I don't know the story behind without it. Without a shirt on. And I I don't think that any of that's true, yeah. but it might be. He I don't was- know. For a moment, he was knee-deep in the water. He was sprinting through the surf. We'll get Joel Schumacher on the show eventually, and he could tell us the story behind him. No, I already talked to him. This is what he told me. This is what he told you? Yeah. Was this before or after he molested you? He left an extensive voicemail uh, detailing the story of uh, Jerry the, the saxophonist. Tim Capella. Tim the saxophonist. Yeah, sexy sax man Tim. Yeah. And uh, also... Having a name like Tim and being sexy. I guess he was a little bit of a problem on set, too. I don't think any of this is true. Spent all of his time at the craft services table. He ate all the sandwiches. People were annoyed. (laughs) He had to to stay bulked up. (laughs) Oh, that was... uh, So goes the legend. Also, I heard on set that he was trying to uh, outsnort Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. He teamed up with Genghis Frog? Yeah, he, he... (laughs) <laughs> they called them the Straw Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Stick straw. Ah, fuck. I lost it. Is that what the yeah, Frog shit. the Frog Brothers, I think, were based on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, so they uh, they found Feldman. They dug Corey Haim out of a dumpster and propped him up in front of the camera for a little bit. <laughs> do you, do we uh, do we have any other news for the week, guys? Uh, no, that's all. I think that's all we got, right? Gregory? Well, there's this movie called Life Force that was actually not bad. Oh. Oh. Yes, and not we're... to be confused with the NES classic from 1980, the mm. Nintendo game Life Force. No, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, right? It's just a bunch of boobs. A Konami be... classic full of boobs and aliens. Yeah. Whoa, that's dope. And a tiny spaceship. No, look at that. Uh, which is wild because okay, Greg brought up this video game before we started recording. It's called Life Force. It's called Life Force. Not to be confused with the WWF Tag Team Strike Force. Yes, or the movie Life Force, which yeah, we're covering yeah, today, yeah, or point. the Bushwhackers. Yeah. Mm. yeah, you can. I, you know what, dude? I honestly always confuse Life Force with the Bushwhackers. They have nothing to do with this. Oh shit! Uh, I, I thought they had everything to do with this. So the Wait, Bushwhackers. Hold on, let me check my notes. Okay. Nothing to do with this. shit. Okay. Let me check my notes. Oh, oh, oh. that's my dick. All right, let's cleanse our palace. Real quick. All right, if you're gonna uh, do it, I'm gonna do it. But before we yeah, cleanse our, get into this too. before we cleanse our palates, I think it's that time for us to tell you how fucking sorry we are. Yes, it is that time to apologize, guys. I want to go first. Okay, uh, please do. I want to apologize to the creators of the Collector series, the Collector and the Collected are both really good standalone horror films. Uh, And I was really looking forward to the Turkey and having the third one come out, the collection. Mm. I want to apologize for not giving you guys money for the movie. Cause uh, I know the studio wasn't giving you guys 
guys money to make it happen and you were asking fans because that seems to be the thing to do now is that you ask fans for money and you promise things like oh hey we'll have you uh have a, a small little part in the movie or oh hey we'll send you an 8 by 10 whatever well guys i'm so sorry that i didn't send you guys money for this movie to happen and that i could have a little itty bitty uh credit there at the end there for a, for a financial backer you could have been a producer throwing. i could hmm. have been a producer yeah uh and it's kind of like a I guess that would be along the same vein of all these local fuck faces here that take advantage of people uh, to, uh, I'll give us some money and I'll give you a little part in a diner scene in the background. Well, guys, I'm just so sorry that I didn't give you money and that movie got canceled because you guys weren't getting any financial backing from it maybe write a better fucking script <laughs> uh maybe uh maybe try other means to get money instead of a fan base but guys i I'm can't just, tell if you're being serious i'm just yeah. so you know what greg you know how it feels when i fucking listen to you talk now are, are you being so, facetious uh no i'm just apologizing are that i didn't facetious? give you guys are you taking on the role of the facetiador i uh but no greg i uh facetiadorus rex uh <laughs> So I'm just, I'm so sorry, guys. And I'm sorry that you got everybody hyped up by releasing these images of the third installment of the film, which turns out that was only one day of shooting from last year to get our fucking hopes, us, hopes up to give you more money. And yeah, thank you so much for turning away from this idea. And also thank you so much for taking the money from the fans that gave you money for this and pocketing for yourself and not giving it back. Thank you, guys. Keep doing what you're doing and keep doing your art. Make it happen. And also, I want to apologize to Will for this. Ah. Greg, go ahead, buddy. I actually really wanted to see The Collector Part 3. The worst I did, too. I, I was a Tier 3 uh, monetary pledger. Oh, that means that you got uh, uh, nothing. You have, to be <laughs> tier, you have to be tier four in order to get something. Oh, you get the sticker and the bag of pubes? Yep. Yeah. Bag of pubes from Life Force. If only I would have given him $50 more. Yeah, if only. Fuck. Uh, well, yes. I suppose I have my own uh, my own things to apologize this week. I bet you do. Okay. Oh, do I ever. Yeah. Uh, so last week, in the midst of our celebration of Almost Porn April. Okay. Almost Porn, Almost Porn, Almost Porn. We had a great time yucking it up. Over swarthy pimps and poorly assembled Frankenstein whores. But one thing we talked about wasn't so funny. Okay. One thing needs to be taken seriously, given the respect and fear that it deserves. Mm. And that, of course, is Supercrack. Oof. My friends, Supercrack isn't glamorous, it isn't cool, and it isn't kid stuff. It's the most dangerous form of crack there is, and probably because it was created in a roach-infested sex hotel by a man named Zorro. Because it's super. Yes, the word super is important here. Every year, super crack explodes the lives of over seven prostitutes. And frankly, that's seven prostitutes too many. Sex workers. Sex workers. Sex I'd like to quote my friend Pee Wee Herman, if I may. Oh, okay. Look, everyone wants to be cool, but doing it with super crack isn't just wrong. <laughs> just lose it. It could be dead wrong. That's my Pee Wee Herman impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ray Romano I know trying it's a to good do a Pee Wee Herman voice. And he's right. Everyone does want to be cool. 
And that's exactly why I tried Supercrack last week. And let me tell you, it's awesome. Okay. Anyone got a stem? It was like a thousand tiny angels came down from heaven to fill me with pure, unlimited power. I've never felt so alive, so invincible. But I apologize. I shouldn't have done the super crack. Okay. I'm just glad you didn't explode. And I probably yeah. probably won't do it ever again. If I can help it. I mean, my Whitney and Bobby, so. How much are we talking? I'm suddenly becoming very itchy. Mm. And I'm sorry. Joe Rogan. I apologize. That's it. Proud of you. Mm. Proud of you. Will. Yeah. One day at a time. The apology. Well, I feel like, especially because of last week, I should have definitely apologized to this particular person. Um, Mrs. Sobjack. Fuck. Um, I am dreadfully sorry for um, putting out in the atmosphere that your son was um, <laughs> raped vigorously. By Tom Jones, it wasn't that vigorous. <laughs> it, was, it was it was pretty vigorous. Have you seen him move those hips? Of course it was. Yeah, oh, that's not unusual. Like I mean, because okay, because like, like, did it happen? Yes, <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to find out through a podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. The fact that you had to find out through this show specifically. Yeah. Three assholes uh, just talking about a horror movie. This that, is what you found out that, about fact, your son. The fact that your son could not bring himself to tell you himself personally. Um, I've been hiding this for many years. <laughs> because it was all so vivid because Sir Thomas like saying she's late the entire time. <laughs> Sir Thomas. And for that, he told me to call him that. <laughs> and for that, I, I do apologize. That's when he leans in real close to the back of your ear and goes, "What's new, pussycat?" Oh god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> call me, sir. I can smell your cut. <laughs> oh, he said that too. I feel better. I do too. I feel fucking great. I feel much, much worse. <laughs> As you should. About my life, <laughs> about my choices, most certainly about my relationship with my mother after this. <laughs> but you know what? I <laughs> Do you know what? I feel great about... That's about to go downhill. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Uh, let it be known that also... So <laughs> my hands were clean. This was all on Will. <laughs> oh, God. My hands were clean. I'm so sorry. I, I, I couldn't help it. All right, it's oh, okay. guys. Let's uh, let some of us can eat at Piggly Wiggly, you know, in this current year, and some of us can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true, guys. Let's go back to 1985, shall we? Yes, go. That's my birth year. Was it now? Yeah. Yes, excellent. When you were born, Toby Hooper said, "You know, it'd be really great. Mm-hmm. Let's make a movie about vampires from space." Whoa. And this might have been the greatest idea of all time. 
it's on paper this idea is fantastic we were talking about 1985's life force which is directed by toby hooper uh based on a, a 19 i think it was like a 1975 novel vampires from space the space vampires space vampires there yeah. you go uh life force uh i think it had another director that was uh going to take the helm but that fell through toby hooper just signed a contract with canon films to produce uh, three not produced but make three uh three of the films uh three canon films the first one being life force texas chainsaw massacre and i just plum forgot what the third one is uh not poltergeist but i, I think guess it was it, texas chainsaw massacre 2 that's hmm. what i just fucking said you said texas you chainsaw said, massacre chain, yeah you didn't, say, you didn't say part two well then i said two that now i'm saying it i'm saying it now you, you never said happy? two i'm saying two now I said two. I said you said two. I'm saying two right now. So I the hate... first Texas Chainsaw Massacre was not canon. What do you hate? This is completely like off off topic, but I really hate that you have a fucking super that, that super Friday sweater because I want it so bad. Now. It's fantastic and it fits like a glove. Yeah, a power glove. Because <sighs> now we're playing with so power. Yeah, superpower. Yes, I am wearing a London 1988. I think was the site this came 1888. from. 191888 oh, fuck 1888 uh super freddy sweater well that's that's really convenient because i have a london 1888 fucking uh dare freddy sweatshirt hoodie which is really fucking sweet too yeah i've got a london 1888 tom jones <laughs> tour <laughs> shirt <laughs> stained with vaseline so <laughs> Oh, you need to you don't use hear me, uh, uh, Murphy's oil soap to get that Vaseline stain out. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Murphy's oil, wow. What the fuck? Oh, Jesus Christ. We, uh, have, we have fun here. We do. Uh, well, two of us do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have... Uh, the, the reason why we picked Life Force... From this movie is the, the the titular lead space girl who is just known as Space Girl, uh, Matilda May is naked the whole fucking movie. Yeah, that's her whole role. That's literally it. It's and she's space. Quick sp- question: How old was she in this movie? Apparently, according to Greg, well, according to the the production, okay. yeah, she was eighteen. That's insane. This is not a fact that I invented on my own. No, but it's, it's coming from you. You told us this. I didn't know this. Well, I, I looked it up. All right. Oh, wait. I don't think that's true. It was in the IMDb page. She was born February 65. So that, that would make her 20. I'm just telling you what I read on IMDb. Okay, the so come, she's, okay, the, the movie 80, came out in 85, so, so she was probably, probably 19, yeah, just okay. turning 19, whatever. Still though, Either way, yeah. she's young. She's yeah. not legally able to drink. I don't know how it was in the 70s. I don't know. The drinking age was 13, 14, whatever. Apparently she's French, too. Yeah, she's from Paris. Yeah. And she's still active. Her like One of her biggest roles was actually uh, that movie with Bruce Willis. Fuck. Sixth Sense. No, Die Hard. Die, no, uh, the Jackal, the one with uh, Jack Black was in that one. Oh, he had a great, he had a great mustache in that one. He really did have a good mustache. Just kidding. In that. Nope, it was a terrible mustache. No, <laughs> it was a pretty good mustache. Oh, it looked awful. I think it was fake, actually. It totally was. Didn't he like take it off at a certain point? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, he shot Jack Black's arm off. Oh, he totally did. Just like on a whim. He was like, hold those cigarettes up. And he shot his fucking arm off just for yeah. fun. All right, right. Look, that's what the jackal does. 
Yeah. Uh, jackal. Jackal. Is it a jackal? Jackal. He takes your jackal. Arm. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. It's a jackal. Jackal. It's the jackal. If it wasn't right the first time, why the hell do you find a hill jackal? The movie. The movie itself had a twenty. The movie itself had a $25 million budget. It was originally supposed to be called Vampires from Space, just like the novel. Which mm-hmm. I think would have been better, honestly. It totally would have, but canon also is notorious for having a really Space low vampires. budget. No, it's Space super, vampires. It's so not better. Yeah, uh, no. I'm, I'm shocked that you agreed with me. <laughs> what, Space Vampires? I, th- I feel like you were just on autopilot with it. Bullshit, dude. <laughs> There's if you no t- way that's a better fucking title. Okay, Life Force, right? Yeah, Life Force is awesome. Life Force is a cool name, but it you implies put that, the force of life. But if you put that up next to Space Vampires, eh. uh, between the two, if you put the two up together, Life Force, Space Vampires, I'm gonna fucking watch the shit out of Space Vampires Force. Honestly, yeah. I yeah. imagine it's like a Roger Corman movie. It's gonna have a lot of tits in it. It's gonna be great. Like, space. I feel like the, I feel like because of the title of the movie, it didn't make a lot of money because it only made. Eleven million dollars uh, from its twenty twenty five million dollar budget. Oh, it was a we're, flop. We're yeah. gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Hmm. What about the name? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't give a shit. It's not something I'm gonna fight over on this one. You like Life Force? I like Space Vampires. No, I literally said we should agree to disagree. I get the title though because like, oh, <laughs> oh. we should fight over it. <laughs> oh, I thought you like wanted to get bit butt naked and wrestle over this one. <laughs> well, I mean, when you put it that way, <laughs> I may change my stance. Ooh, I don't know why I laughed like that, but I did. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Oh, uh, yeah. hey, Will. Yeah. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> Wait, are uh, you, you going to laugh that way every time I mention nude Greco-Roman wrestling? What? Smack my lips together? Yeah. Probably. Ooh. No, please don't. All right. Don't do that, please. Uh, just a little, little, little. Uh, uh, it's, Toby, very, it's very Olympian. It is. Uh, the guy that wrote the book, I forgot his... Uh, I forgot his name. I hate you both so much. Will, you never should have told us. God damn it. (laughs) The author of the book actually hates this movie. A lot of people actually hated this movie. It was originally received to like like bad. Colin Wilson is the name, the author of the book. Okay, Colin Wilson hated the movie. He saw the movie and was like, this isn't what I wrote. This wasn't (laughs) my vision. Fuck this shit. Uh, it turned out Haley's Comet is uh, it, Haley's Comet is a big part of this movie. It's the whole thing yeah. behind it. Yes. The comet's coming. Oh my god! The fucking uh, vampires are coming. Whatever from space. Uh, In their big uh, old dick ship. Their big huge <laughs> dick ship, which apparently was designed after an artichoke. Greg, you're saying it was designed after a dick. What? I don't know whose dick looks like an umbrella. Did you watch the movie? I did. It did look like a big dick mixed it with did. the umbrella mixed with an artichoke. Um, so wait, what part? What, what part was the umbrella? Was it the head? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was like the the head part. It was it looked kind of like an umbrella when they. Yeah, first... but that part opened up eventually. It wasn't always an umbrella. Could you imagine if our like dicks That's true? Like, if our dicks like open like an umbrella? Do you know why our penises have a head? Because of this movie? No. To Maybe. shield you from rain. The reason <laughs> why we actually have like a, a mushroom cap head is to it's used as a tool to once you enter a woman to scoop out the semen from the guy before you there's no possible way that's true that is true that's evolution of the man of the male penis is that why we're all circumcised no the head what? itself wait, what? like I don't okay know. <laughs> wait, so, so the wait it's to scoop out previous men's semen yes it, it, it's why do we accurate. have yes it is look it up i i'm gonna google this shit right now all right you google it i'm gonna I keep mean, i want to give you the like, benefit of the doubt here but I, that sounds so wrong. It's 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 a real thing. The the, the it's it's meant to be like oh, there's semen in this in this woman. Let's scoop it out with our dick. So what you're implying is that 
We're just meant to gang Evolution, bang all the time. Evolutionarily, women are full of semen, and you need to scoop it out. Yeah. But what good does that do? <laughs> oh, shit. He's accurate. This is real? This, this is, is real. a legit thing. I'm not making this up. No, I didn't. I... The human penis has evolved to remove the semen of love rivals during sex. Love rivals? Love rivals? Yo. I love that. What the fuck? That's incredible. Yeah. That's why we have I've a... I've never heard this. That's why we have that cap. That's incredible. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like wh- well, would it make sense? Why isn't our penis just straight and smooth? We have that cap there as like a, almost like a ladle, a scraper. I always just yeah, thought it was, if you think so about it, it like, look like no, no other animal, and no other, no, no other animal has like a head, a penis head. Right? Are you sure? I don't know. I don't know. I probably like, have to do a little research on that. Greg is look, Greg was frothing at the mouth. I gotta do a little research <laughs> on that. I'm gonna find out who has the head and who almost doesn't. Port. Almost, almost port. port. Almost port. Almost port. Almost port. Almost port. Oh, penis heads. Vaginas. There we go. Scooping sperm. Scooping the sperm. That's wow. That oh, I never knew that. Yeah, I, so I learned something today. You sure did. Let's get back on the movie here. Colin Wilson, like I mentioned, hated the movie and was like, "No, this isn't my fucking movie. This, this isn't, isn't my, my vision. This is not my vision." Uh, There's and, no uh, sperm scooping scenes in this film. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess the instead of Haley's Comet, it was supposed to be an asteroid belt. Yeah. It was like this big like asteroid belt that got close to Earth. So but they, they, uh, they decided to make it more topical because Haley's Comet was about to fly by. So instead of, Correct. Instead of Haley's the Comet, they made it a penis, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was Haley's Comet with okay. a dick attached. So wait, so Haley's, Haley's, Haley's Comet is a penis. Is what saying. Haley's Comet is the mushroom penis head of outer space. And right? then this, yeah, that's, that's what they're getting at. And then this, uh, the actual ship with the vampires on is the thing that comes and scoops the semen out. So it was like what two miles long and like how how, how like how how like wide like I forget it, how long. I was. mean, it had some girth to it. That's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah it had some girth. Wow. It's got some girth like a tuna can. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> a little chode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, oh, and uh, with, the, with the casting here, instead of the female lead vampire, uh, Billy Idol was actually offered the role of the lead vampire. So we would have had... Wow. The woman? Uh, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be a woman. They were going to uh, gender swap and have Billy Idol be the lead. So it was just going to be Billy Idol naked the whole time. Because I guess why did he pass? Uh, he passed because it, there was a scheduling conflict uh, with touring commitments. He didn't want to hang dong in uh, in Life Force. No, he was all about hanging dong in Life Force. Well, they would have showed you like his butt. Idol? Come on, yeah. Dude. I got to be honest. I don't. I honestly can't tell you if that would be better or worse. Right. I like what like, we got. Yo, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of what we got. If he comes fucking a rebel yelling his way out of space, well, into this fucking vampire zombie movie yeah i I would love it toby hooper actually nice day for white wedding yeah he directed the video dancing with myself as we know dancing with myself is a song about masturbation (laughs) or okay cleansing the palate it's also one of his worst songs oh 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 no cleanse it cleanse it wait you don't like dancing with myself it's not my favorite billy so let's sink another drink yeah it's fine Cause it'll give me time to think. Rebel Yell is the the money money song. See, everybody Idol. says that I'm a uh, flesh for fantasy guy. I mean, oh, that's a little bit of a slow jam. Flesh. Oh, 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 oh. That's my stripper oh, song. Oh, oh, oh. Flesh for fantasy. I mean, that's a good song, but you imagine like it's Buffalo no Rebel Yell. No, dude, picture Buffalo Bill dancing to it, like. <laughs> 
blissful fantasy. Oh, God. Would you fuck me? Yeah, that's fine, but I, that's not really why I listen to Billy Idol. Greg, <laughs> Greg, do you want my fleshful fantasy? Oh, God. Are you, you know a I big do. old fat person? I am. Fuck, I am. That's a big old, <laughs> big old fat person. You know how to just stab me right in the psyche. <laughs> I know how to stab you with my... Would you fuck me? <laughs> my mushroom head, you know how to you know, just scoop it I out. know how to scoop semen out of your butthole with my dick, Gregor. I think evolutionarily that was not intended for anal sex. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. I know Whatever. I know you don't. You know what, man? <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck it. How about we just get right into the fucking cast? I thought we already were. <laughs> no, I was rambling about shit behind the movie, but let's get into let's get into the rebel yell. Greg, give us give us our fucking list of uh, casteroos here. Here we go. Let's start off. We got Colonel Carlson, mm-hmm. who is the commander of the HMS Churchill. Yes, he's Steve Railsback, and this is an important vessel to the impetus of our story. He is a lone survivor and a voluntary celibate until the very end. I think. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he was voluntary. Well, but he was sure. at, at the start. He was. I think he was seduced. Yeah. Hmm. Reluctantly seduced. Yeah. So next up, we have Doctor Bukaski. I think it was Bukaki. 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 Let's go with Bukaki. Okay. Yeah, Doctor Bukaki. Uh, not a whole lot to his character. He is a horny British scientist, played by Michael Gothard. The horny Michael Gothard. Yes. Oh, he's so horny. So after him, we have Colonel Kane. Uh, who is suspiciously cocaine. He <laughs> is a horny British SAS agent. Yes. Played by the, the, the legendary Peter Firth. Yeah, yeah, who is still active. Peter the Girth Firth. <laughs> I've heard him called. <laughs> uh, SAS, of course, stands for Special Air Service. Mm-hmm. Very British. Very British man. Very fucking British. So after him, we have Dr. Falada. Yes. Frank if you like Finlay. Dr. Falada. Sorry. Getting oh, caught in the space. Mm, mm, mm. Here comes a fucking life force. If you like fucking fa- space vampires. So Dr. Falada is a horny British doctor. They're That's all so horny. He is obsessed with death and the afterlife. He is. Which the literally the only reason that they mention that is so that yep. an important plot point will happen later on. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, who is played by Frank Finley, who is a phenomenal actor. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because there are a lot of really good actors in there this is film. There's really yeah, good actors. But all of the characters are so one-dimensional. They are. There's so little to them aside from being British. This guy <laughs> had, I, I want to say he had the most depth out of everyone. He kind of played a Van Helsing type character in this yeah. one. He kind of has ch- changed a little bit. That's what they were uh, trying to do with him, yeah. The true real good actors in this movie, Frank Finley being one of them, is mainly because he is a stage actor. Uh, you know, Shakespearean, he, even. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He, uh, mm. there. You know what? Hey, how about this? Mm. If you're British... And you're an actor. Chances are you're, you're a Shakespearean actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you've, you've spoken in iambic pentameter. Colin <laughs> Fer- uh, Colin Farrell, who's fucking Irish, is a Shakespearean actor, no doubt. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> he does suck, but he's also a Shakespearean actor. Oh, come on, Have, did you ever uh, see in Bruges? He's fucking great in that. Fuck you. 
okay. I've actually I've actually heard in Bruges is like pretty good. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Is it? Uh, Frank Finley retired back in two thousand and nine. For him, <laughs> okay, yeah. And he passed away at the age of eighty nine. Wow. Yeah, so he uh, he stuck around till two thousand sixteen. Tragic. Bless his heart. Sure. So after that, we have uh, I don't actually remember what his name was, but he is Mister Deltoid. <laughs> okay. okay. From uh, he's the same actor from A Clockwork Orange. Yep. He plays uh, Alex DeLarge's parole officer. Hmm. Uh, but he is a I my only note here was random British bureaucrat. Okay. And he just kind of follows our other characters <laughs> around for a while and then dies. So. <laughs> Uh, he might be the least important lead character in this film, but he does have a leading role, so I thought I'd mention him. He d- he definitely does have a leading role in there, and he is very over-the-top dramatic with everything. And he he does nothing. He's, he's there. He's super unimportant. He's just kind of there. He's one of the... the I mean, I'm the, glad he is, because his acting is, is that, amazing. Is that uh, Darebridge? Ashley. Isn't his first name Ashley? No. Oh, uh, Roger Roger Darebridge? Is that what you're talking about, Will? Yeah. He has a, I don't know if that's him, dude. Okay. He's a firsty girly. I know that. He's a what? He has a first name that is a girl name. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. His name is... God, fucking Aubrey. Aubrey, that's the one. Aubrey Morris. Oh. I was close. You were. Uh, yeah, he's the guy that grabbed uh, Alex's dick in Clockwork Orange, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't have the biggest part in the Clockwork Orange, but he was definitely there. He's memorable. He's also a Shakespearean actor, and he kind of plays. He plays the part in this film with the same tone as he does in Clockwork Orange, which makes me wonder: is that just how he is? Maybe. I think he's just like that. Because I, I always like sort of wondered: is he is he like hamming it up? In Clockwork Orange, but no, he does the same kind of cadence in this film. I mean, out of everything, I, he was in the original Wicker Man. Uh, he's in like some of the yes, shows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's in Bram Stoker's Legend of the Mummy that came out in 98. That movie is terrible, but you know what Nobody he is saw in? That. Nobody saw that, but you know what you did see that he's in? He's in Bordello of Blood. My favorite of the. T- I can't even do that. <laughs> yeah he also has a part in Bordello of Blood sucks <laughs> he has a part in My Girl 2 which I don't remember Wait, any. yeah My Girl yeah. 2 The Return forgot, of the I, Bees I almost, forgot that was a sequel to that movie why did they make a sequel to that movie I don't know oh god the first one did so well if you're not gonna put Macaulay Culkin in it who even wants I mean, to he watch did, it I mean he did die from the bees well yeah yeah, yeah. He, not the bees uh, sorry buddy who else do we have on the <laughs> list here well we've got a hive of bees Coincidentally, <laughs> played by Nick Cage. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, next up we have the uh, the very important and the very revered Sir Captain Picard. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Armstrong. Ooh. Nope, Sir pa- Sir Captain Picard. Why are you saying Sir Picard isn't a Sir? He's a Captain. Wait a minute. I'm... Just say Sir Patrick Stewart. I was going to say, yeah. I'm combining the two into one awesome title is what I'm doing here. Uh, I don't know. You could combine a delicious steak and a tuna sandwich together, and it's just not going to taste good. You don't think that tastes good? I don't think so. Sir Captain Picard doesn't sound great. It doesn't, that, that sounds doesn't awesome sound tasty. Right, but I, call, I call him Sir Avery Bullock. Wait, that's good, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. When we get to uh, Patrick Stewart, you could find how sedacious. Productive, he truly is. All right, yeah. so let's just call him 
Captain Picard. Let's call him Captain Daddy. Mister. Can we call him Mister Captain Picard? A young, a young Picard. Yeah, I was I was surprised by how. Do you see all the hair he had on that head? Yeah, Yeah, it was a little alarming. Yeah, like the top was still smooth. I'm not used to it. But the sides, woo! He had a lot of thick hair on those sides. I know. You know, he was 18 in this. I don't think he was. All right. (laughs) Just, just like the head vampire lady, the space girl. He was shiny on top by the time he was like 12, I think. Oh, like a freshly circumcised wiener. Okay, so so he's 80 now. You know, Patrick Stewart's head is actually designed to scoop semen out of a vagina. (laughs) Oh shit. I've heard that, but it's yeah. sadly underutilized, I think. Like, oh, 35 right. years ago, he was 35. Shit. Look at me do math. All right. Wow. All right, man. Yeah. I did. Fuck. That's some good math. It That's is. some damn good math. Fuck. Shit, man. As long as there are no follow-up questions, I feel like you did the yes, absolutely correctly. Now, write down S- and explain M-R-T. how you got... <laughs> Defend your answer, Will. Yeah. Yeah. Write it down. Defend your answer. Show your work. Show, yeah, show your work so we know you didn't cheat. You get okay. points off if you don't show your work. Okay, all right. Okay, let's see. So, oh, oh, real quick, back on uh, the three-picture the three picture deal the, that Toby Hooper signed with Canon Films. This one, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. The other one was the remake of Invaders from Mars. I'm watching Will do these calculations on his phone right now. Okay, so he was... As of this year, the he thirty six, but like thirty five, I imagine he was when this came out. He was thirty five. Yeah, wow, that's weird. I feel like Patrick Stewart is just always sixty. <laughs> he's looked the same for a very long time, which like, I think so is a so wait. So he's thirty five with like like no hair. I mean, top? yeah, dude, it happens. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He went bald at twelve. Wow. I mean, I can't talk because I'm 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 probably gonna shave my shit really soon. To be honest. Oh really? Yeah. No. Oh. You could pull it off. You don't want to get that like that, that can of hair? No. And just, psh, no. God, no. <laughs> for, for Let only, me tell you something. For only five easy payments of $19. Dude, that, that, that canned hair works on black guys. White guys, not so much. Yeah. yeah. You just spray paint it, and then you just start brushing it, well, and it's all of a sudden hair. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's because okay. it's, it's, it's black paint. Shit. Oh. It's a little different. Yeah, blonde just turns up yellow on my widow's peak. I want to let my soul glow. I'm so bad. I, I, I can't, though. Soul glow? I, fucking, I got this situation in the back of my head. Just grow it like Shawn Michaels and can pull we, it back. I'm can we play to. the sound effect for the soul glow advertisement at this point in the episode? Yeah, as soon as I say it, yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, all right. How about we get into the fucking movie, huh? Yeah, let's do well, it. We forgot the most important character of all. Who? Oh, my God. Space Lady. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah. Gonna, you're just gonna move on beyond this? No, we, I'm not. I thought we I, talked about it for a little bit, but I, I feel like yeah, we kind of did. This is the only reason this movie was made. This is why we picked the movie for almost porn. So her uh, name is Space Boobs. <laughs> yep, and, and she is an ultrasexual space vampire. She is Math- Mathilda May. She and is. She was. Wow. She hates she is, clothing, and she loves sucking souls. So. Uh, suck my soul anytime. Suck the soul right out of my soul. Um, now the thing about her she is that she invented the mushroom head move, where you re- you move souls in and out of the orifice. <laughs> she is currently fifty six years. I was going to say, like, I, I guarantee she looks just as amazing as she like she did back then. Uh, she does. She's an absolute cougar. She's been married three times. She's a, a freaking fox. Uh, this is her first. Uh, she's a space traveler. 
Yeah, she's like, totally is a space shepherd. Like, she was like nineteen, and she had, she looked like that back then. Yeah, she was like really into like ballet and stuff. Uh, I mean, she's appeared in a bunch of like. I think French that's one films. of the reasons they cast her is because she was able to move in sort of unnatural ways because of her ballet experience. Hmm. Okay, I, I don't believe that from you. That's that's true. <laughs> no, that actually makes makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, she's. I mean, she's been in so many movies. I feel like she's, I just have no credibility anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she's even worked with this is Werner. My fault. She's even worked with Herner, uh, Werner Herzog in uh, Scream of Stone. Werner, Ver- sorry, Werner. Uh, she's in a movie called The Tit and the Moon. Um, that's not what you think. Not actually like a tit, or whatever. Uh, but then, of course, like I mentioned before, oh, wait, she was wait. in The Jackal. Back up. <laughs> you got to back up from that. You can't just you can't just roll past. What do, it, like what do you mean? That's not that. what you think. What else does the tit mean? Okay, so she's in a movie called Naked Tango, which I don't really know much about. Uh, she's in a movie called The Cry of the Owl. Uh, oh, wait, wait, you, you, you just <laughs> right bypass, you what? can't bypass that. Okay? What does, you said that she's in a movie called The Tit and the Moon, but The Tit doesn't mean what you think. Yeah, but she's also in a movie called Tots Pien's Confidus. Wait, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what does The Tit mean? <laughs> It's not keep, what you think it is. He's rolling over like me. Like I'll ask questions about that. No, she's also in this movie called Life Force. Fuck! I don't know if you guys heard about that at all. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's get into Life Force. Huh? Ah! <laughs> what is the tit? <laughs> it's not what you think. Oh, uh, it's 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 La Tita. All right, just give me. Uh, Matilda May was, was, <laughs> La Luna. She, she was born as Karen Heim, as well. She sure was. Yes. Oh, just like Gene Simmons. so let's get into it guys let's go to let's go to space so we open with the final frontier i was gonna say it before you got to yeah fuck you the hms churchill is documenting the movement of Halley's comet yeah hot mother suckers and we cut to an interior shot of the crew who spots what I thought was a dick-shaped anomaly, and they oh. decide to investigate. It looked like a dick. I'm not gonna lie. It, okay, it was it was very dickish. It was dickish. I just I, it's funny that you guys picked up on this being like a big penis right away. I'm and I was just I, like, I read that somewhere. Two miles long and like such and such feet wide. How, how did you not think? How did I think it was a dick? That's it, true. No, That's like, no. Sorry, 150 miles long and like two miles wide. Yeah, it had two globes on one end and a, a little mushroom tip on the other. Yeah. What is it? Is this a fucking Austin Austin Powers skit? What the fuck did I walk into? I have been. I mean, this is British. yeah. Yeah. Boy, just, look at the balls. Ball one, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a wiener ship. Yeah, they found yeah. a big old wiener ship, which I think was the original title of the movie. Uh, wiener ship force. Yes, wiener ship. Wiener ship from space. <laughs> uh, so they're like, hey, let's strap on our our backpacks and, and our put astronauts, on our astronaut heroes. They green screen their way into a space orifice, and they find. They find some very crusty bat monsters. Bat monsters. Yeah. They're crusty and dusty. Oh Huge man, huge ass bats. Like big old bats. These bats were fucking terrifying. That's what I'm saying. Like if if, if they had a, a black crew member, he'd be like, "I ain't going out there. I ain't doing that shit." Were there any black? I feel like that's not stereotypical. No. I don't think you really you didn't hit the market. Did I? Okay, let me think. Um, 
All right, so let's see. Okay, okay, ready, Will? Here we go. It's going to uh, be a little, uh, little, more, uh, little more stereotypical. All right, then. Come on now. Let's all put our backpacks on, and let's go out and investigate this now. Damn. Man, I ain't going to them scary-ass bat-looking creatures. Carruthers. Come no, on now. No, man, no. This is, no. Like, no, I'm scared, no. But we have to do it for science. No, no that's some scary shit out there. I ain't going out there. We have to do it for the queen. The, the queen can sick my, suck my dick. That's what she can do. The queen can suck my dick and lick my ass. I still ain't going out there. Well, all right. Then. Well, Why, I never. <laughs> you should. It's fun. <laughs> You're lucky there's no constable up here. The constable can kiss my ass, too. The constable oh. can kiss my natural black ass. I ain't going out there. All right, then. After I'm space? done Space? What? Motherfucker, I ain't going to space. After I'm done eating this mayonnaise sandwich, we're going to go out there and investigate. Mayonnaise sandwich? That's some white-ass shit there. Of course it is. I'm yeah. from Britain. Yeah, yeah. I grow to tell them. Okay. I put my mayonnaise on my sandwich and my toast with beans. Can't use American Whip, niggas, wrong with you. Bangers and mesh. <laughs> well, that's good whip. <laughs> A little callback from last week. God, American so- Whip is disgusting. Oh, it's so tangy. I like American Whip. Fuck you yeah. <laughs> I'm a mayonnaise guy because yeah. I'm really white. Well, I mean, hey. Man, those chicken wings are too hot. I put a little dollop of mayo on there. Okay, that's, Ew, what that's the actually really, 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 really neutralizes the heat. That's, that's really bad. That's actually. horrible. That's and you should be ashamed. You You're a whore. I would rather, if I was going to dip wings in anything, I would rather it be Miracle Whip than mayonnaise. If I could dip wings in anything, it'd be your ass. I, th- I feel like we've tried that before, and it was not successful. A little too spicy for the pepper. A little too spicy for me. Don't enjoy the conversation. No. So anyway, so after this mayonnaise sandwich... Don't, don't ruin wings for me. I love wings. <laughs> so a little, little glimpse behind the scenes here. There's a reason why I'm the only one who sits on an inflatable donut in this because uh, of Tom Jones. We all know this. Yeah. It's, it's because of the constant anal harassment that I receive from my co-host here. Harassment. This is a British movie. Don't pluralize co-hosts, nigga. It's ain't me. I'm always being harassed. What if anything, you're nasty Nate. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm Tommy Chong protecting his fruit. All right, racism. We're going to be apologizing for this next time. Ah, shit. <laughs> ah, shit. All right, no. so uh, no. so we get to these crusty bats. And a giant space anus opens up with a flash of light. That was the hugest anus I've ever seen in my that life. That was... Basically a butthole, yeah, right? Literally, yeah. So this butthole opens. So and they, they instinctively decide to probe it for science. For <laughs> your brother was like, yeah, I'm going in there. <laughs> and like I feel like this is um, this is something you see a lot in sci-fi movies, where I think from the point that Alien existed, all of a sudden every sci-fi horror franchise feels like they have to combine some weird kind of anatomy with their yeah. space horror. Yeah. You always see penis-shaped things in these movies. You always see anuses. You always see just anatomical uh, anomalies. And I think it's because they're they're trying to mimic Alien. That's a very good point, Greg. Uh, but this is I the think it started only... a trend of space anuses. This is really the only the oh, oh the first act of this movie is the only time that we're in space. That's true. Yeah, I, the whole movie felt like when you start this movie, it's kind of confusing because you think – not confusing. It's confusing when the second act hits. Yeah, I'm not Some gonna, of us were confused. I'm not going to lie. I was, I was kind of bored the first half of the first part of the movie. 
I, see, I like this. I like when they discover uh, the bats, and I, I was, like when they I go through the anus. The extensive docking scene, and then it was riveted. The soft, yeah, yeah. the soft dock. Yeah, they call it the soft dock, right? Yeah, really. It, yeah, that's when it, you're flaccid. Just sucked me in. Mm. Hmm. So these guys suck themselves into the space anus, and that's where they discover. Uh, and it was actually the first one, the American astronaut who is play, uh, Doctor. Uh, sorry, astronaut Carlson. Carlson, uh, be with me, Carlson. Uh, is the first one to see uh, these three uh, three humanoid beings that are encased in clear. Space I'm going to say coffins. Vampires. Crystalline coffins is how I describe them. Real vampire hunter D look going on. And so this dude, this dude like kind of flies up to them and he is so erect. He has so much pre-cum and he's like, what's come over me? What is this feeling? Oh my God. All these emotions. Well, you know what happened. But I can't fight this feeling anymore. That's very good. That's kind of what he ended. I forgot what I was doing something for. I was hypnotized by space pubes. Ah, I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> it must have been something you said. I should have walked away. But they decide away. to break them free instead. Yeah, and goes, you know what? Let's take old space pubes and space dick and space ass. Throw them on our fucking ship. Let's take them back home. And we should run tests. And by tests, I mean, let's finger blast them. Yep, we're going to inspect further. Well, this is going on. The ship, some people are left on the ship here. And they're like, oh, my God. There's a big fucking starfish out here that just opened up. And that's what it looked like. It looked like a, it looked like Starro from the DC universe. Okay. Uh, a big fucking starfish from outer space coming to Earth and just fucking shit up. Just like Starro. Starro. Mm-hmm. Starro. Is that a, that's a thing? Starro is a real thing. They call it Starro. He's Stereos. a big he's a big giant Starios Cantos. <laughs> uh, he's a big giant star in space with a big fucking eyeball and he comes to Earth and he uh, he multiplies. A bunch of other little starfish come out. They're like face huggers. They get on your face and they fucks everything up. And then who's there to save everybody? Harley Quinn. Hey, <laughs> why not call him Staros? Right? Stelios Staros. God, comic uh, are fucking stupid. You're, <laughs> you're stupid. You want to be on the panel discussion? Fuck you. So, <laughs> I co- Can I? Yes, yes, you can. Uh, so... We uh, we get all these caskets that are uh, full of uh, a fresh nineteen year old sweet pale porcelain goddess. I got a weird and su- two got- Backstreet Boys studs. Yeah, I got a weird Superman two vibe. That's for some reason. Fuck, dude, that's awesome that you said that because I felt the same way. Really? Yes, yeah. yes. I oh oh shit. god, Greg has an erection. Oh, sorry. So they get on the ship. Happens every time you mention Superman two. Absolutely. So they get them on the ship, and then, Greg, what happens from here, bud? Well, we go, uh, we jump to 30 days later. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> They're just like, hey, <laughs> that happened, uh, and it's been a month. <laughs> we're yeah. back on the HMS Churchill, and, uh, or no, we're we're back in Mission Control. Ground looking. Control to Major to- By the way, Ground the only black actor, the only black actor in this movie Bust out that line, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. So, Tom Hanks, you could suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns f- out that they're not responding to mission control, so they suspect space shenanigans. 
Yeah, space is not a place I mean, for you. I thought that was the dude from Joanna Man, but it's not him at all. I thought that was, I thought that was Miguel Nunez Jr., but it's not him. It was not Miguel. No, no it was not. From uh, Friday the 13th Part 5? Yeah. Also Return him. of the Living Dead? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So three movies I know that guy for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His Return of the Living movies, Dead, part, uh, a new uh, He's new also blood. in the movie Life with Ed Murphy and Martin Lawrence. We've already established nobody's seen Life. Oh, yeah. Man. I've never Remember seen the last life. time we what? talked about this? Really? No? Fuck. Life is life is a fun is a fun time. I know, I'm just kidding. I know a lot of people have seen life. I haven't seen life. I like the serial life. I like the game life. I so I'm just at, kidding. I don't. Nobody I've been likes eating Fruit Loops a lot sucks. recently. Fruit Loops are fucking great now. So back when I was like, they're better than life cereal. Mm-hmm. Back when I was 15 years old, when I was diagnosed with scoliosis, I had to stay at the Shriners Hospital, but it was just to get used to a back brace. And I was with all these kids that were like missing real, real missing quick. legs. Did they make you wear the little hat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for just a picture. Uh but it was like I had to hang out, not had to, but I was I was hanging out with these kids that were like missing limbs, they were like missing legs. I hung out with a burn victim whose whole body was just like burned. He had to do like the 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 wax treatment or whatever. And I remember uh so uh I I remember like playing board games with them and the one kid was like, "Hey, you guys want to play life?" And we were like, "No, that's okay." He goes, "Oh, that's okay." I hate life. Oh. I hate my life. Oh, and like God. he put his head down and walked away, and I still remember this, and it was just depressing. So that sounds depressing. now that I just depressed everybody. Mm. That's incredibly depressing. Yeah. Anyway, this is damn ass. I mean, I'm in here. I, I'm in here for for a, a twisted spine wearing a back brace. This kid has no fucking legs. Yeah, you know what? I picture you like in Forrest Gump. Like Lieutenant, like like Forrest Gump with the fucking leg braces and the back brace on, like trying to run. I didn't have leg braces. But then, like, I been like like running, but then, like all the leg braces falling off, and then you just like run like an asshole for no reason. Run like an asshole. The Forrest Gump run. Yeah, okay. I've kind of always thought you run like an asshole. I didn't <laughs> want to say it, but you know, Will just he just fucking blew that wide this open right now. The whole time I run like an asshole, and you guys haven't told me. Kind of a little bit. That's upsets me. Like a three legged horse. Mm. That's good. That's, that's, how, good, you that's, know how that's actually it. very good. It's very yeah. good. Which I think is it's not not so much like an asshole, but more like a dipshit. You run like okay. a dipshit. See, that's 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 even more accurate. Yeah, like a stupid, stupid dipshit. Yeah. It's like what we said back in our episode with the derelicts. You know when uh, people are like not runners in movies because of their hand placement. Yeah, <laughs> it's like me. Yeah. My arms are up in the air, going. Ah! Yeah, it's ridiculous and embarrassing, and I, yeah. I honestly I don't like to be associated with you. When you, I you, see you, you run running. like you run like Jim Carrey, fucking like walks and like <laughs> and like um Dumb and Dumber. You, you know what? You I also run like bump Jim Carrey like... acts. Mm, ooh, there we go. Right, That's good. What the fuck? That's even better. Amazingly, uh, no, but he does the fucking, mm, the, fucking the hand thing in Dumb and Dumber, and he like walks when he's fighting like that the Asian guy. Yeah, and he gets punched in the face. Uh, for, for this is a me, uh, an audio media platform. Will had his arms up in the air. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do that a lot actually. Yeah. It didn't I, seem like he cared, out. but but he still waved him. He still did it. He still I mean, waved him. I'm a true player though, so I got to. And that you are, and I've been saying that for years. So we get back to the Churchill. Uh, up at the uh, the space station here, we have another spaceship that came uh, to kind of do a uh, oh shit! It's like the a, HMS Columbia coming mm-hmm. in to uh, investigate. Oh, just sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. And we, this is where we're treated to a prolonged docking scene. Oh, so much which docking! I here. Always enjoy. There's more docking in this than Event Horizon. 
More docking than 2001 A Space Odyssey. More docking than a docking concert. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that's a lot of docking in that docking. Yeah. I mean, that's like 90 straight minutes of docking. There's so much docking in there. After Dream Warriors, they do Breaking the Chain. After Breaking the Chain, they do Dream Warriors. I honestly love fucking docking. I always, I always kind of suspected Into that. the fire! Yeah. Tell me yeah. That's a good song, too. Yeah? Yeah. You also like mayonnaise sandwiches? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on this ship, and they're like, oh, my God, it's a major scene from Event Horizon where the whole crew is just fucking burnt to smithereens. And they enter just to say, like, there's evidence of space fire here. <laughs> yes. I feel like there's been some sort of uh, catastrophe. So what happened was everyone got space aids. They're all dead. And they set themselves into space fire. There are space corpses everywhere. Oh, but wait, look, there's three corpses that are intact and they're all really sexy. Oh, this is a naked space vampire girl. And again, they're in those fucking weird ass Superman 2 Fortress of Solitude ships. The best, caskets. best thing to do is to put them on our ship, and bring them I, back to Earth. Can I just yeah. make a quick note here that I, I noticed? I think it's important. Nah. They found this naked space vampire girl in an area designated as the Tug Bay. Yes. Wow. Yeah, just like old Tugboat. He was there. He was going doot doot. My hero Tugboat. Yep. I think we he's, have to just he's all of our heroes, Tugboat. Pay homage for a moment. Actually, I actually just watched the scene. I just watched the clip, a video clip of him. I turn to heel, which is hilarious. Incredible, a heartbreaker. Yeah, a real heartbreaker. He was, a, a, young he was man. a he was a huge face. He was. Yeah. They could have really made something with him. Yeah. The yeah. moment Typhoon emerged was as influential on me as the day my parents were divorced. I have to oh. say, right. your parents are divorced. No, they're not. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would have been. Mine are. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> So they uh, they get them on the ship. These three delicious looking uh, uh, vampire corpses take them back to uh, Britain to a uh, a science facility, and they are welcome to Earth. <laughs> Real Will Smith moment here. <laughs> yeah, and then we got a Danny Elfman type looking motherfucker experimenting on them. He said, "Earth, uh, like it was like." <laughs> Welcome to Earth. He tried to go with it so funny. He said Earth like it was like like it was nothing. Like he was like like he said the word correctly and shit. Said Earth. Cut. Do it again. Welcome to Earth. You know. Like, you know what? Technically, he doesn't actually say that in the movie. Just to be uh, just to be real about it. And did you know that Darth Vader said it's, it's no? A bad rap. No, I am your father. That's Whoa, not true. Mandela effect. Yeah, that's not true. Did you know Sinbad played a genie? Nope, also not true. That still pisses me off. I, 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 I could have sworn he did. He totally did. I could have sworn he was a genie. In this is con- some like. Did uh, you know that I Nelson? Swore he was a genie in Kazan. Nelson Mandela was white. That's uh, Wrigley. Wrigley. The origin. Wrigley? I don't know. Man. Wrigley's gum. Origin of the effect. Is that he was white? Yeah. Nobody mm. really knows that. No. It's a cover-up. I thought he was an Asian man. International cover-up. You've all been lied to. Hmm. This whole time? Mm-hmm. It was, Shit. It was me, Austin. <laughs> was so me we got... All. I made fools of you all! And so we're back on uh, we're back on planet Earth. We're in uh, Great Britain, and they're all like, "Well, right, then we got to do experiments on these here space aliens. They're finding a cat, but they don't even know where they came from because all the the uh, the tapes and everything were destroyed in the ship. Mm-hmm. So there's just these three 
well intact, delicious looking space vampires. Well, and, they, and they think they're dead too. I think they're dead, but it's like, hey, maybe they're not because they're in this case that isn't even, uh, it's not even made of metal. It's not crystal. It's something that's living, but it's not living. It's just really fucking weird shit. So, so yeah, they let's, send, let's, 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 let's perform an autopsy on them. Yeah, so they sent some, uh, some weirdo in there with a gas mask. So we have a perverted British doctor who and just, he... he, he Pops in and tries to touch some space boobies. Yeah, because he he's got a huge heart on. That's really all it is. I mean, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he comes in there. He's gonna grab these. But he's like, oh, maybe I'll just, maybe just, I'll just get, just maybe a, maybe just a touch little feel. Maybe I'll just get, get a little, little, bit. little bit of touch. Maybe you know, little, I've done a lot of autopsies, and I've. Man, I've been through my share of butter. You can, but, you can tell this is not his first time. No, no. He yeah. went right for it. He went straight but for it. Her eyes popped up, and she stood up like the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And he is frozen with space horniness. Yeah, but we can stop saying space because they're on planet Earth right now. I right. will never stop saying space. You can fucking you can put that out there. Oh, well, she's got those amazing space tits. Yeah. Which, can we just talk about her figure for a second here? Because her space is, figure. Her space figure is phenomenal. She has boobs she that are too big for her between frame. Between the ages of 18 and 20. Allegedly. And that makes me feel really weird it talking does. about her no, like, no, this no. Now. like this. Oh, man. I thought she was a solid 26. <laughs> oh, man. Why'd I do that? <laughs> uh, now, now, we see, we don't just see her boobs, but we see her butt and her space bush. Yes. Greg, fill us in on the space bush. There's a little bit of a story behind the space oh, bush. Here we go. I read, because I'm not going to take credit for this, but I read (laughs) that Toby Hooper had a little bit of an obsession over this. Over the space bush. Over the space bush. On a daily basis during production, I feel like he was monitoring this. He was talking to the, I think it was the costume designer or whatever that role is in, uh, in a production. The costume designer is in charge of space bush? I think so. Okay. But anyway... I think he, he ruled with an iron fist, and he said, you are going to trim this bush to my specifications, and I'm going to inspect it daily. Now, was it like uh, a particular shape, or was it like a particular like length? I think it's more of a length, yes. A length, and okay. It, it got so out of control that the man uh, responsible for the trimming would actually fake it on occasion. How do you hmm. fake trimming a because bush? Because she felt so oppressed by it. And he was so uh, adamantly against making it too short that he would trim wigs and he would trim uh, hair just to leave trimmings on the ground, on the floor, just to say, hey, I did it today. This is fucked up. And really as is. much as I love Toby Hooper and I love his films. I love to- Toby Hooper is one of my favorite directors. He's, he does great work, but he comes off as a little bit of a bush psycho in this <laughs> situation. So he was just like, cut. Get Cut. in there, Trimmer Bush. Let me see it. Let me let me make sure it's let me perfect. Get, let me get my ruler out. So yeah. he's treating it like a principal in the 1960s. Yeah, like, I think he's a little obsessed on, about it. Get on your knees. Let me see if that skirt touches your knees. Who's Joe Clark? Who's Joe Clark? I'm um, the principal from, principal from Leon and Me. From what? Leon and Me. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. The the poodle skirt. Get on your knees. Let's see. And then like, if the skirt doesn't hit the floor. I forgot who I was in a room with. You were in Schwabble. Yeah, that shit sucks. What do you mean you forgot who you were in the room with? Have you have y'all seen Lean on Me? Yeah. 
Have you? Oh, yeah, have you? That's what he does. He's like, get on your knees, and like the girls get on the knees, and like the it's it doesn't touch the floor, so we give them attention. Oh, Why shit. would you assume we haven't seen Lean on Me? Yeah, honestly, they also did this in Mr. Holland's Opus. Okay, I, I've never seen that. Why do you lean in like that? I don't know. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got drunk. Yeah, I, I might be like yeah. filling in a little bit too. Lean on me is an last, American classic. That last shot we did put me over. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't do it, so I don't know. I did it. Oof, stupid. <laughs> okay, really dumb. Do you have to? Do you have to work. You got trained. I can see you guys got to carry the show. You, you got a little bit of a look in your eyes right <laughs> he now. Does. Yeah, it's, it's lusty. If I have to say, yeah, it's it is lusty. I'm talking about Space Bush. I know that look. I've been attacked by you many times. No, <laughs> that was Tom. Uh, so back to the space bush. Uh, yes. So space bush Major seduces. So space bush seduces the uh, the young the young uh, uh, I don't know what is he a technician? What was he doing in there? I think he's just like the the, the, uh, the autopsy guy. I thought he was just like a like a med tech. Yeah. He just went in there to check her teeth. No, I don't not, think he did. Not, 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 the, not, teeth. not the teeth. Wasn't the he teeth. went in there to Inspector Bush. So the Bush inspector gets seduced and gets. Uh, she's like, "Come here and fucking kiss me." Sucks face and then ends up sucking the yes life force from him. To yeah. his complete disappointment, she sucks his life out of his mouth and eyeballs. And honestly, the makeup in this like movie is really really good. I got a real, uh, real Return of the Dead vibe. Yeah, yep. he shrivels into a husk, mm-hmm. which I will use any opportunity to use that term. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like a leftover foreskin, just a little old husk. Yeah. Sandra Bullock's like, "What are you doing with that leftover foreskin?" It's like it's like a dried apricot. Yes. Yeah. 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 Apricots and really make me poop. Probably just <laughs> as delicious if I had to, if I had to ask me. Have you ever chewed okay. on a? I, I no, I don't think so. I don't think he's delicious. I bet if you were to chew on this corpse, it'd be like chewing on a Bible cover. Bi- Bible Bible cover. A Bible cover. <laughs> you ever chew on a Bible cover? A Bible cover? No. A Bible cover? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you I mean was like at, a like a cardboard. Uh, like book binding? No, 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 like, no. like, like a Bible. Like, a Bible has like that leathery cover. Like you ever a, chew like on a, it? Like a chewy ass piece of jerky? It's kind of like that, but more Bible tasting. Like leather, then. And see, leather I've chewed. So you chew on leather and you chew on a Bible cover. There's a significant difference. It okay. tastes like Bible has its own taste. How's it taste? Like religious. Like, yeah. <laughs> it tastes like I'm saved. Oh. For this is my body. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put the rest in a juicer to get the real goods. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I got you. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down here. Thank you. Yeah, just chewing on yeah. a Bible cover. You could, uh, if you're lost in the woods, you could boil a Bible cover and survive off the sodium from it. You get some nutrients out of it. A little bit. Yeah. The paper, not so much. Now, fuck the paper. Yeah, you're done with that. There's no nutrients in that. You'd paper. be better off reading the paper. Oh, but you want to you want to eat the cover. Was the last time you read a Bible, Greg? Actually, I read the Book of Revelations uh, just about a month ago. And I'll tell you what, it tastes better than it sounds. You know, what? it's actually really fucking good. Revelations, Revelations is I'm, very fucking. Metal. I'm not a religious man, but if you're if you're interested in just uh, like literature, the Book of Revelations, it's good stuff. Did There's you know that the revelations that we got was actually one of nine stories? That they pitched for revelations. Yeah, I really? fucking knew that. Did you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
so I just this, wanted to see the look on your face. This just <laughs> and uh, actually, yeah. you 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 just <laughs> you stared at me like what the fuck? Yeah, look at me there. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> so the story we got was the coolest of the nine revelation stories apparently yeah it's a lot of fun wow. oh revelations is so metal i love it yeah, oh, it yeah, yeah you know that is the exact word for it metal it's metal yeah revelations, revelations is very metal. fucking metal hell yeah uh yeah lemmy is god lemmy revelations is, is metal revelations is so metal. you're here first controversial dts that's what we do Life Force. So space tits fucking sucks the life force out of this poor yeah, guy. You ever see a movie about tits in space? That's what we're talking about. But then uh, uh, Danny Elfman is watching on <laughs> uh, on a security camera, and this Danny Elfman type character goes, "Oh, he runs the, the longest length." Yeah, Dude, I've never seen in any movie. In there. He Shakespearean runs. Yo, it's like, I was like, yes. Yo, he runs the smitty fucking door open. Like the him. way he's like flipping doors open. Yeah. He's like he's like Martin Short in an SNL skit. Dude, like I was like, yeah, like this motherfucker. <gasps> he's just <gasps> running <gasps> and running. So he gets and up running. Yeah, he gets up to her. She grabs him by the dick and is just like, "Look me in the fucking dead of the bush." And seduces him. And honestly, like, is this where I, he tries I, to lure her with a cookie? I don't blame her. No, there were no him. cookies harmed in the making of this movie, Greg. Is, uh, this isn't the stairway scene. But she, no, nah. no, this isn't the stairway no, scene before. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, she ends up piecing out. She doesn't suck the life from him because she, she just sucks fed. out of him because like he's on the ground when, they, when anybody comes in. Yeah, that's where he's like, oh, oh, I got you. Oh, heaven's wait, oh, this is this is where. Our main man, Dr. Falata, comes in and yeah. calls security. Yep. Yeah, penis Falata. And he says, there's a husk here. What do I do about it? Yeah, Someone, goes, uh, what, what, what? There's a husk here. What the devil? You need to look out for for a naked woman leaving this hell building. And the security guard was like, what, what, what? <laughs> and he was like, fuck yeah, I will. Security guy was like, Nigga, now, Will and I have worked security at General Mills. Could you imagine, like, one of the General Mills worker walking by, like, like buck-ass nude, like, like our friend uh, Andre Pigeon walking by naked? Like, honestly, man, he would just walk by naked. I would, yeah, I would lose my job that day. Smelling like Lucky Charms, yeah, <laughs> and nut Cheerios and fucking Count Chocula. That's got to be a great place to work. Like, it's. Uh, no, it's not because when your first uh, your first day working at General Mills as a security guard, they tell you to go down and do a round of uh, security checks in yep. the locker room. You know, I've heard like, like around like, well, like two thirty. At two thirty, I've had jobs where they told me to go down on the first day, and oh, it wasn't. This is a weird job. Yeah, Greg, yeah. this was uh, all right, man. Hey, you're you're new, so we're gonna have you run down to the to the. You're gonna do your first patrol. Yeah, it's it's two thirty. Make sure you run down, check all the lockers, take your yep. time, make sure everything's up par, and it's make every, sure all the Cheerios are in place. It's everyone from first shift taking a shower. So you got like a bunch of union guys in their fifties. Like, why are people taking showers at the the General Mills facility? You have to yeah, take yeah. a shower before you get in your car yeah. dude really yeah. after working a shift at general mills because you, you, you smell like lucky Jones. you're covered in, covered in fucking dust you're covered in dust i feel like you it's smell not a like terrible shit. thing though i would enjoy that no you can't get the shit in your car dude i would revel in that like a hamster ah no I you're thinking of uh, that chinchilla your chinchilla yeah it's just living it I'm just, all marshmallowy just, and delicious oh, nah. god damn i mean since, ever since that fucking that the, the shrimp tails in the, in the um in the uh, ah. just crunch. Now I'm kind of like, kind of like, like. That's a modern revelation. Yeah, I don't see what the issue was. Shrimp tails and cinnamon right. toast crunch. What? Everyone's acting like they don't like shrimp tails. 
I guess if you're allergic, it's it's an issue. Honestly, you threw a little shrimp in my cereal box. It would be for me because I am allergic to shrimp. You pass that shit to me, man. I'll eat that shrimp. Okay. I would eat shrimp in my cereal. I can't. I like shrimp. I hate it. Shrimp cocktail shrimp is delicious. Shrimp is good, man. Yeah, got fried shrimp, garlic shrimp, shrimp scampi, butter shrimp, shrimp cocktail, giant shrimp, shrimp on the barbie. Like, like shrimp fettuccine alfredo. Barbecue shrimp. Yeah, yeah. I can't, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't eat it though because I'll fucking die. Oh, that sounds like a you problem. Okay, I well, pity you. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Shame. Let's see where we're going with the show now. Just uh, kidding, I don't. I just, all right. I think so it's, I think it's just unfortunate. So we get to the security guards now. The security guards find this fine naked woman walking down the steps, covered in shrimp. Covered. First, they sh- don't believe it. He's like, yeah, 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 sure, okay. There's a naked woman walking around. He's the like, what? Ha, look ha, at this here naked girl walking around on the steps. Ha, Come ha, on, ha, man. Very funny, motherfucker. And yeah. they offer her a cookie. Like, she comes downstairs and like, oh shit, there she go. Like, yeah, I think this this says a lot about this man's uh, mentality, where he's like, oh. A naked woman. I'm going to treat her like she's a like a stray dog. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come here? I have some food for you. Come on in. Uh, Look at this here. Take a bite of these. Come down the I steps. Got a piece of, I got a piece of cannon pack so for you. So she... Uh, this man is insane. She yeah. she hits them like she's fucking Palpatine from yeah. Star Wars. Fucks them up with lightning. Lightning from now, her fingertips. Okay. Because like I know the first one was like was actual lightning from her, from her fingertips, but Aaron pointed this out. But like the, the second time, was she like... Just standing straight, 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 like like standing straight up, and like the lightning come out of nowhere. Like did it come out of a bush? It came from her bush. Oh, yeah. it was it was vaginal lightning. Okay, yes. yeah, uh, it's like uh, you know how like sometimes you get a little discharge. Okay, yeah, it was lightning. We don't have a woman on the show to verify this. Don't, little no. little little pre lightning. So for <laughs> <laughs> so for our female listeners, if you could uh, email us so we could figure out how this shit actually works. Yeah. We're very confused about anatomy. So so I mean, uh, we, we try to fake it, but I need a. We're I talking need about a, mushroom heads and <laughs> lightning, and uh, we we have no which is sad idea. because I've taken two anatomy classes in my life, and I, I still don't know. I listened to Mushroom Head, who came out before Slipknot, and I still can't figure this shit out. Yeah, I'm really stupid. Okay, well, so I just kind of pretend. So is this where Raiden came from? Shit. Like the, the the Mortal Kombat character? The titular. Speaking Mortal of, Kombat. like... It's not titular at all. Who the, <laughs> how dare of, you abuse that term? Who the fuck thought it was a good idea to, to cast Christopher Lambert as Raiden in Mortal Kombat? Uh, me? He's so bad. Lambert. He's so bad. No, he's the go. Highlander. He's great. In the sequel, he was played by Ajax, and it wasn't so good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was not so good. Yeah, yeah. As the much as I love that worse. man... The sequel was worse than the fucking boys. He was great yeah. in the Warriors, but not so much as Raiden. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't. A, he got a haircut he was for short it. Short hair. Yeah. What the, what the fuck? That's hey guys, look at me. I'm he wasn't mortal even, now. He yeah. wasn't even wearing the hat. No. What are you nah, doing? He said, "Fuck the hat." I was in the Warriors. <laughs> I love the Warriors. I do too. <laughs> it wears his fucking time. Such a good movie. Can we do a not? Can we take like a a non scary episode and just do the Warriors? I want to do a. Uh, horror in movies that are not horror month, and yeah, I think the Warriors will be one of them. You know, what we should do we should do it through April first, which would be <laughs> awesome because that's going to be a fucking year from now. Yeah, well, this we're still like going to be doing this by then. Yeah, let's do like an April first episode where we do the Warriors. Uh you're spoiling it, you spoil but like it, yeah. last week, you know what I mean? I have no idea what's going on. Well, neither do I. Yeah, is this canon? Yes, this is really meta of him. Meta, meta. Meta. I think I'm not making a 
Let's get back to space tits. Okay. Wow. All right. So uh, she uh, she straight up zaps these guys from her uh, from her lightning chooch right in the face, and then she gets up to a uh, to this is so fucking extra because she gets to the entrance or exit of this uh, this underground bunker thing, and all the windows explode, which was just way over the fucking top. And she goes walking out barefoot. She blasts her way right out of this facility and escapes into the night. And they uh, they actually design fake feet for her for this scene so she doesn't cut herself just like the way they did for bruce willis in uh die hard very considerate yeah yeah they also did the same effect in uh six sense um it has a real so, terminated vibe because like she's naked first of all oh she's so naked and just as hot as arnold schwarzenegger yeah yeah uh but I mean, in the first one anyway yeah. Yeah, sure 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 but she's not harder than robert patrick i'll tell you what well who is mm Fucking C1000 is a sexy motherfucker. Yeah, he is. You sexy motherfucker. Colonel Kane interrogating Dr. Bukowski. Cocaine? About, about this whole incident. And it turns out that uh, it's from space. What's, it's, from, what's, from, what's from space? Everything is from space. It's an mm. anomaly. The tits? They just don't know what's going on. But we meet Dr. Falada. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dr. Falada? Dr. Falada. Dr. Falada, is that Peter Firth? Peter, Peter Thirth? Firth? Peter Firth. He explains that he's researching life after death. Oh, this fucking guy. Yep. Yeah. And this is his life's goal, is to find out what happens in the afterlife. Well, it turns out that all I'm researching death. And, and he tells Colonel Kane that the booby girl Cocaine. is an alien. Yeah. Hmm. Spa- old space tits. And everyone's just like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we cut to a scene where... Uh, I love when Colonel Kane shows up. Like, he's, like, all hot shit. Like, oh, right, right, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Now tell me again. How did the girl overpower you? And that's where uh, Danny Elfman is like, the bitches from space. Yeah. I've never felt a seduction quite like this. Yeah. I've never felt attraction like this. I was in love, Colonel Cocaine. Mm-hmm. I was in love like you never would have believed it. And also, it was very horrifying. Yeah. Uh, he just explains that it's a terrible feeling of lust and love and desire, and you can't control it. Mm-hmm. Space love is unfulfilling, is what I've heard. It would be if you would just... Loosen up a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, someone should have told him that. Yep. Yeah. Where were you this whole time? <laughs> yeah, this Danny Elfman looking guy is all like, no one lives forever. <laughs> so we go to a scene where two guards that I described <laughs> as Tweedledee and Tweedledum are admiring some sleeping space cocks. Oh, you mean Savage Garden. Oh, yes. <laughs> Savage Garden woke up from their uh, Savage Nap. And uh, that's where the two security guards were like, oh, shit, look at this here. Look and at these two blokes walking up to me. They take a moment to menace them before they are filled with 7,000 bullets. Dude, these these <laughs> guns held more bullets than Dante's fucking pistols from Devil May Cry. No yeah. fewer than 7,000. This was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start, unlimited ammo. Truly the Konami, Konami code, code in action. Yes. And also a few grenades. Oh, yeah, they got blown to shit. Mm-hmm. So they, they just destroy these two vampire corpses. Or did they? 
<laughs> we'll find out. Yes, we will. Dun, dun, dun. Next episode. <laughs> yep, tune in next week. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. We're no, out. Goodbye. Damn, that's scary. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> but then Dr. Falada and Colonel Kane bust in just in time to be horny and confused, like <laughs> everyone else in this movie. Everyone is just so confusedly horny. Constantly horny. So is constantly horny, confused. Is, is horny and confused the sequel to Days and Confused? I think it's the prequel. Okay. I think it's the pornographic parody. Oh, okay. There it is. Ah, horny that and makes confused. More makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like uh, like Butters. Like, well, I'm just, I'm just a little bit curious. <laughs> So am I, butters. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> the weird silencer's head. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do we have from here? We get to, uh, all right then, let's go check out that, that one guy that got sucked dry from space tits. The husk. Yes, the husk. <laughs> Another husk. So they're looking at the husk, but the husk comes to precisely two hours after he was drained. He yes. rises from the autopsy table yeah. and moans hornily. Yeah. Moans just like I could feel myself rot pink-haired lady tits from uh, Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> very, very specific Return of the Living Dead reference here, I think. And we'll see another one later. And somehow ends up seducing one of the lead scientists in this autopsy yeah, scene. Does. He lures this scientist in and sucks his soul with lightning. Yep. Uh, just like uh, chopping a head off in the Highlander, you're going to have a sweet orgasmic lightning quickening. And so he <laughs> lives again. Again. He rises again. The husk turned into skin. The mm-hmm. organs are full of fluid. The heart is pumping. The spongy tissue is filled with blood. And he's looking mm-hmm. around like, hey, guys, what did I miss? <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Put him in isolation quickly. <laughs> oh, and they yeah. sedate the shit out of him. He is detained just in time for a female body to be found in the park. Oh. Yeah, and that's where we find another one of those Return of the Living Dead uh, little gags there. And by the way, I forgot. For some reason, I was so stoned watching this movie. I forgot this was British. No doubt. <laughs> and uh, in the UK. And I'm like, oh, great. We're going to go to fucking Central Park. <laughs> And then I'm like, man, such a park looks weird. <laughs> and then I realized this is in the UK. There's a lot more crumpets in this park. Yeah. What's that all about? A lot more droogies in this park. Fuck, There's a kids playing so cricket. Like, that's not happening. I'm going to scroll so bad right now. There's a bunch of fish and chips in this park. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. The Beatles are walking by in this park. <laughs> a bunch of fat. Oh. It's here, Greg. Well, Kane and Falletta collect a body after interviewing a few horny and confused teenagers. Who say we saw this woman being sucked dry behind a bush? Yes, so then we saw this here naked woman walking by with these delicious looking spice tits, and they look all fulfilling with a wonderful spice bush, and we thought we'd get ourselves a little look at the knickers. And they realized that the, the reanimated what? husks need regular <laughs> infusions of solar energy to remain alive. Yeah. And also, continue, Will. What? What did you just say? What'd you say? I said knickers. Oh no. Everyone there for some reason they say they, they refer to everything as knickers. Uh-huh. I don't know. Don't put don't put this on me. Ricky Bobby. Don't put this on me. Say it again. I don't want to. Say it. Explain no. yourself. Stop bullying me. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Stop bullying me. Triple dog dare you. To say it again. 
I don't want to now. I got a lot of heat on me. Niggas! Oh, what'd you say? I didn't say it! That wasn't me! <laughs> Why did you do that? That wasn't me! That was weird! Back to Space Tits. <laughs> and so Space Tits, she's got herself a new body. Yep. She's got herself clothes, which, oh, <laughs> can we talk know, about like, that? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's ruin the movie. The hell is this? <laughs> So as this is going on, finally we find out that, oh my gosh, the escape pod from the original ship, the the Churchill, the Winston Churchill. It arrives. In Texas of all places. And our hero, Colonel, Colonel Carlson, returns. Who's an American. He is. He yes. does, he's the only non-British man yeah. in this entire film. So it landed in Texas, and of course they're all like, hey, howdy, come on now, get out that there space pod, you t- and also of note, he's confused and horny. He's so aroused and so bearded. Mm. And he tells them of how he found the space vampires and a bat monster in Haley's Comet. He gives oh, them the whole backstory. Oh, boy. oh! Sorry. It's okay. That's that's what does it for you? Maybe. That's a, that's the one. Uh, wait, hold on. Bat monsters? Oh, shit. Jesus. Will, it turns out you're sexually aroused by Batman. I, oh, Fuck, okay. Oh, no. This is new information for me. This is very specific. We found out something new. You know what we're doing right now? We have kinks. We're doing science. <laughs> Hold on a second. Batman? Oh, oh God. Turn out it's me, shit. too. Please stop. Space oh, bat. Oh, that oh, one, too. Okay. That Fuck. does it. That oh, does God. It. Oh, shit. Well, let's be very careful with, uh, our, uh, with our verbiage. Dead nuns. Okay. All right. That's fair. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, dead cats. No. No. Nothing. That's not really. That's not cool. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. Whoa. Oh, that both was of us? weird. That oh, was fucking that was, weird. That was bofius. Wow. That was, was that double? Was that three of us or was that just two of us? Dude, she's single now. <laughs> I would eat her out from behind. Whoa. If it uh, meant being in Parliament and being all inbred and. Britishy and rich and shit. If it meant being in Parliament Funkadelic. Apparently they wouldn't like me at all. I mean, I don't know. I can see why. Yeah, right? Well, not right, but... <laughs> yeah, because he's aroused by Batman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Colonel... I don't know why I agreed to this. Not, not because of the racism inherent in the British monarchy. Right. Colonel Carlson <laughs> gets... Uh... <laughs> Colonel Carlson, he gets flown to the UK from Texas, and that's where they're questioning him about everything that happened on the ship. And he explains that, oh, God, we brought these things on the ship, and everyone from the crew started to go left and right. They were getting, we were finding these husks everywhere. <laughs> the just, crew just, were killed one by one. By Everyone it. was confused and horny and under the vampire hypnosis. They, mm. they, they were just so aroused. Carlson uh, succumbed to space madness and started a space fire and escaped in a pod. Because he didn't want to bring these space vampires to Earth like a to boss. get everyone so aroused and weirdly horny. So this is the story he tells to both Bukowski and Kane. This is a story of a girl crowded a river and the whole world. You know she looks so sad in photographs. Okay. Absolutely love her. <laughs> <laughs> you got me i love that song <laughs> oh, i know you do all right so uh and that's where uh danny elfman and the other guy are just like all right then 
And Bukowski <laughs> tells Kane that a dick-shaped UFO is quickly approaching Earth now from the origin of Halley's Comet. Oh, but they're coming to the UK, so America's fine. Yeah, so nobody cares. <laughs> America. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. And Carlson gets space-raped by a booby vampire. Whoa. Mm. Oh, did I just throw that out there? Kind of. A little bit. Yeah, well, it happens. He gets space-raped by a booby vampire. In his dream. And I gotta be honest, doesn't seem like he super minds. Because I mean, why would you? The dream weaver over here. Yeah. Yeah. That's I what mean, they call uh, him. whatever, dude. You got a space vampire like that hopping up on you in your dream. Like, that's great. He woke Even up in, in a real panic. life. If you have a space vampire like that, yeah. Yeah. Right. He wakes up screaming because he's just trying to pretend he's traumatized or something. I don't want a space <laughs> vampire, though. <laughs> I want. And then oh. he looks at Colonel Kane and he's like, oh, it's terrible. This is the worst thing that <laughs> ever oh, happened. Oh, God. To me. Colonel Cocaine. <laughs> Give us, go right, come on then, Colonel Cocaine, give us a bump. Yeah, and Falata walks in, and he's like, yeah, I don't believe you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Based on what you described, I don't, I do not think you're traumatized. You're really sweaty right now. Yeah. <laughs> that usually implies you had a great time in your dreams. Right. <laughs> or an extremely tragic time. You know what? I'm changing my mind on this. It could have gone either way. Mm, maybe, yeah. maybe he had PTSD from this. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so, Falada hypnotizes him in order to get some answers. Yes, I'm going to hypnotize you. Because this is science. <laughs> hey, we're going to do this. Uh, whatever. And Boob Vampire moves on to possess a woman named Ellen, I guess. Mm. We just jump to this. So that's where... Uh, this is what he uh, finds in his mind. He is connected to not just... Uh, space tits, but he's connected to everybody that's plagued by this vampire space disease. So he sees a uh, a woman that this entity, the space boob entity, has traveled to her consciousness. So wait, so he's like Alice from fucking Dream Master? Pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. good. It's good. It's good. Pick it up with your big and down. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. And this space boob possessed woman, Ellen, decides to seduce a horny Brit in his car. Hmm. Boy, howdy! Because that's what we do. Oh, yeah. She's. Uh, that's where he's like. Uh, he. Uh, all right. What's she doing now? <sighs> oh God. She's. She's pulling up her skirt. <laughs> oh God. She has to stop. He's really acting. Uh, he's, he's, he's acting the fool. He's reaching. Say. He's he's reaching over with his hand, and he's touching her inner thigh. The monster. Oh, this is weird. Oh, I can feel everything. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, they end up. So it's basically a whole like cat and mouse thing where. Uh, he's closing his eyes. He's doing an Eric Cartman, uh, like finding out telepathically where she is, where she's been, and they're investigating whatever. Uh, well, Kane and Falada decide that they need to find her original body, so they go on a investigatory trek. Mm. Uh, and Bukowski brilliantly decides that she is a vampire. So they're like, "We need to find this body. We need to put an end to this." If we, kill, yep. if we kill the original, we can stop uh, the whole problem. Mm-hmm. And they end up in Thurlston Sanitarium, I think it's called, where they meet Sir Captain Picard. 
Yes, a 21-year-old <laughs> Captain Picard. 21-year-old, bald as a cue ball, Captain Picard. And, and gray. And he directs yeah. them to Ellen's room. It's really actually, this was very easy for them, I think. Way too easy. Like this whole plot point, it was like just too simple. They're like, hey, there's this random woman who is possessed by a space vampire. Where can we find her? Yeah. Oh, here it is. Perfect. We uh, got it. But then instead of going after her, they attack Picard. And inject him with a, uh, a sleepy time medicine. Yeah, well, he tells him, hey, he's trying to misdirect him for a moment. He's like, oh, maybe she's talking about this other guy. We'll go to his cell and everything. And they, they jump him. They inject him. They put him into a coma. They're and, like, how uh, did you know it was it, that she was in him? So so Space Tits is in Captain Picard. Right. And it's because uh, he touched his shoulder and he felt a connection with him. And it's like, yeah. You're taking uh, taking the word for, from this uh, crazy American astronaut who has space aids. Um, but, I mean, whatever. And Carlson just kind of pulls a fast one and sedates Picard uh, while he's faking him out. Yep. They put, him, this... they put him down on a table, and he decides to just make out with him. Is this this is, is where Picard was just a, was up. Is this kind of like the, the thing, too? Ooh. Oh, a little bit where you don't, yeah, you, kind you, don't of. you don't know who to suspect. Yeah. Ooh, huh. I like that. Whoa, yeah. a lot. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> everyone is horny and confused. <laughs> yeah, just like in the thing because it was just, you know, it's like being in the navy. You're just out at sea a long time, you're surrounded by men. Next thing you know, things happen. Man has <laughs> needs. Yeah. You, well, you tell me Mac Reddy didn't fucking get in Wilford Brimley's sweet black cherry? I mean, you no, know what did. they say. If you're sleeping on the submarine, you put a sock in your mouth and you're back to the wall. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so it is revealed that the space vampire takes the form of Carlson's deepest desire. Captain Picard? Apparently. <laughs> well, <laughs> Or which, intermittently. Like, yeah, it flashes in and out of Captain Picard. Okay. Captain, uh, Captain Picard turns into space tits and is just like... I took the form of the what you most desired the moment you flew through that giant anus in space mm. and you approached me. I took this form because this is your ideal perfect woman, which leads me to this question. Mm -hmm. What would your woman look like? Captain Picard. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> shit, shit. Fuck. Will. I spoke oh, too soon. God. Okay. Um. Okay, because I have a top five of like, like like women, I'm like Matilda May. All right, mine would be, mine would be Rhonda Shear okay. with uh, Megan the Stallion's ass. You do like ass. I love ass. Okay, Rosie O'Donnell mm -hmm. with Ruth Bader Ginsburg's face. Ooh, what does she sound like though? You know what's weird? Like you, you can tell Ruth was fucking like a, like a, like a smoke show. You see that mouth on her, man? Shit. <laughs> we gonna get so much trouble for this. <laughs> What's your answer? We love you, Ruth. You still didn't say it. Um, shit. Um, yeah. So Rhonda Shear, Megan the Stallion's ass. And you know what? I would keep the rest of it white. But when I say like ass, I mean like keep that black. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I would say Me Megan Good's ass. Who's Megan Good? Megan. You know who Megan Good is? Who's that? Fuck. Um. She was in a lot of black movies growing up. I know who she is, and I believe it's Megan. Okay. Is it Megan? I think so. Okay. Okay. Um, I would go with Jennifer Love Hewitt's boobs. Ooh, great choice. 
Um, and because I know what she did last summer. Oh boy, Bobcat Goldthwaite's waistline, <laughs> three sixty all the way around. Why are you doing this for me? Why are you, why are you doing this to me? Nice and cheesy. Um, yeah, and that's good. That's good. Face wise, face wise, yeah. Let's hear it. Um, yeah, let's look at that. Look at those eyes. Can eyes we got there? Hillary Clinton, because Brito. we have respect for strong women. Yeah, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Put wow. that put that in a pantsuit. Like she's ever killed someone. Yeah, Greg, uh, what's your ideal woman there, buddy? I just told you, man. You did. Rosie O'Donnell, huh? Yeah, Rosie uh, O'Donnell, Ruth Bader's face. Mm-hmm. And let's say uh, the ankles of Susan B. Anthony. Yeah, so I got Rhonda Shear, Megan the Stallion. Sounds like Lemmy from Motorhead. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa. Yeah, or Nathan Lane. Sounds like a revving Ooh, motorcycle and give me, engine. And, and give me Jennifer Tilly's voice. Ooh, raspy. I yeah. like it. All right, so now that we all have that oh, oh, almost porn. And an almost ass that sounds porn. like a whoopee cushion every time you sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Shit with that ass. That's all I want. Uh all right, so he uh he finds out that that's his ideal space woman uh with uh with the nice perfectly kempt bush. Uh and she starts going Kiss me, Carlson. Take me, Carlson. And he's like, no, I can't because you're still Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and I'm not gay. <laughs> but like no, most of us, he can't resist. Fight it. Yeah. How could you resist fucking Patrick Stewart? I would literally never say no number, to Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Number two, come down here and suck face with me. His nickname for me would be number two. Yeah. Right? Okay. yeah. Okay, Mr. Patrick Stewart, sir. Yeah. So you always got, envisioned it. You got fucking 15 year old Patrick Stewart laying <laughs> on the table, seducing American astronaut Carlson. Come on in with it. Come on in. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, and the information kisses. that he, he sucks it out of his brain and he finds out that this vampire space husk syndrome is probably spreading rapidly. Mm. Yeah, uh, it turns out that those weren't the only bodies because you got those two other fuck faces that oh, escaped. Oh, they're all oh, over the place. Oh, did we forget about the naked man ones that I got did, fucking actually. shot to death? Well, guess what? I didn't. It turned out they transferred their life force into the two security guards that shot him full of lead. They pushed Whoa. it in, but then they pulled half of it out with their mushroom heads. And so like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Pulled out all the sea. I like that we just went full of clay here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they decide to take to the sky, and they're in a helicopter now. Sure, because why the fuck not? And they Patrolling have, uh... the area, and they see that fucking london is a wasteland it is on it is a fire. fucking mess it is a zombie apocalypse except it's probably vampires oh man yeah. Space vampires. wait until they get to 2003 when uh 28 days later happens oh boy oh, but we fuck. we take a brief inter intermittence with uh dr falata who calls them up and says that he killed one of the lead vampires one of the male vampires sure with a ceremonial lead stake mm-hmm and he gets all Christopher Lee up in here. I'm sorry. Not Christopher Lee. He gets all, uh, uh, who is Tarkin? Peter Cushing. He gets all fucking Peter Cushing up here in Van Helsing. And it's all like, the way you got to take these vampires out is the old-fashioned way. And that's a strong lead pipe stick. 
through the heart. Okay, okay. Peter you know, Cushing sounds very familiar, but I don't know the Peter Cushing was Van Helsing from the Hammer, uh, Hammer, uh, horror. Hammer horror movies, yep. which uh, Toby Hooper actually said that this movie is designed after a Hammer horror movie. Uh, okay, so Peter Cushing isn't he Peter is, Cushing he isn't is the guy Tarkin. from um, he's not the guy from uh, Fright Night. No, but he. Oh, okay. So no, that's uh, Peter Stormare. That's Peter. Jesus Christ. Christ. Peter Vincent. Uh, they Dang, took okay. they took Vincent Price and Peter Cushing and put them together. For, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was uh, okay. uh, Rodney Rodney McDowell. There we go. Is okay. from uh, yeah. from that. Although I will say, uh, just in reference to this scene. When he mentions the lead stake, did you guys get a good look at this thing? It's like a cross. It's like a sword. It's like a dagger made out of lead. Yeah. But what it really reminded me of was the... Dragon uh, dagger. No? Nothing? Okay. Continue. Well, I was going to say the Soul Reaver uh, series. Ooh, yeah. Even better. It reminded me of a weapon from Soul Reaver. Dude. Which is fucking awesome. Legit. Um, I actually recently got an emulator and uh, Soul Reaver... Is on that game. Oh, so you good. should probably bring that emulator on Friday. Oh yes, yeah, yes for the thing that we're yes, yes. Did we're ever, we're having uh, a guys thing, guys. Right? Yeah. Did you ever play the original Legacy of Kane? Not Soul Reaver was part two, but the original was awesome. I think I, I played was that for PlayStation? I think so. It was from that era. It's yeah. ba- it's, it's the perspective remember, of dude. like a Zelda game. It's like a top down kind of thing. Okay, but you play as Kane. You're a vampire. You suck blood. Yeah, you beat the shit out of everybody. That's definitely, that's definitely for like PS One for oh, sure. It's so good. I played yeah. uh, uh, Legacy of Kane where you actually play as Kane and that's, suck blood out. Like that's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, the first one. God damn it! Sorry, Will. You're not. Uh, no, no, I'm talking about the ones that came after Soul Reaver. Oh yeah, it was like the third or fourth one you played as Kane again. Okay, that, that I remember that. I don't think I were, played the original. Those, those game. were like third person games. Were the they? First, the first one is like a Zelda type top down perspective. Like the first Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. And he plays hmm. Kane. It's so good. It's called Blood Omen. Oh, that sounds familiar too. Yeah, the legacy uh, of Kane. I uh, have you ever played Life Force? It has some of the best uh, voiceover work that I've ever heard in a game. All your base. Or belong to us. If, if there's any fans out there, I'm not sure anyone actually knows what the fuck I'm talking about, but uh, the term Vevictus is screamed often and awesomely. Vevictus! Yep. Yeah. Life Force. There we go. So Falata says that he, uh, <laughs> he killed a vampire with a lead stake that may or may have not come from the Soul Reaver franchise. You said come! Oh. Almost porn. Almost porn. Almost porn. But I think uh, an important aspect of this is that he doesn't jab it into the heart. Underneath the heart. He specifically smashes it into the solar plexus. Yeah. Huh. Which has always been my favorite place to smash. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. So That's I really appreciated about. this move. Yeah, Good right shit. underneath the heart. So it's revealed that the vampire legend of old... From the Eastern European Dracula legend, apparently. Dr. Falata actually said that uh, uh, they've been to Earth before. Turns out this is just aliens. Yep. So vampires are aliens. They visited long ago. They fucked up our Transylvanian ancestors and convinced them that bloodsuckers are from the grave and not from space. Turns out they don't suck blood, though. They suck your soul. Penis. Oh, soul. Never soul. Mind. It's just soul. Old space tits will come down and just... Just right out of the soul. Yeah, right out of that soul. Disappointingly from the soul. Really bad, noises. Really bad noises. I know. 
So we're uh, back in the helicopter with our main heroes. Which is my favorite fucking scene in the movie. This is a good one. This is the probably the best special effects in this movie. This is a real Nightmare in Elm Street gag. Mm-hmm. The blood spews from Johnny Depp's face. From yeah. Sir Johnny Depp's face. <laughs> and, uh, oh, what's his nuts? The guy from Clockwork Orange. Oh, by the way, he's dead. Oh, uh, Steve Buscemi. Mark McDowell? Yep. Uh, so they're dead, and blood is draining from their eyes, nose, ears, Oof. mouth, just getting sucked out, it's forming just... a giant blob, which is uh, space tits. It forms mm-hmm. a goopy, bloody female form. Real true blood moment here. Yeah. And she calls to Carlson, and then collapses into a pool of blood. Yep. She beckons him, as vampires are wont to do. <laughs> yeah. And Carlson reveals... That he was the one who revived her on the HMS Churchill. Yeah, it turns out that he's the reason why everyone on that ship ended up dead. I'm a big old fudging liar this whole time. Yeah, just like that episode of Ren and Stimpy with Space Madness. Turns out Space Madness got him first. This whole thing is Space Madness. He's eating bars of soap. He's uh, reviving vampire nude women. He's played with a log that rolls downstairs alone or in pairs, runs over your neighbor's dog, and it's great for a snack and fits on your back. It's log, log, log. log. So uh, <laughs> they, uh, they're up in the helicopter. The helicopter gets all crazy because uh, Space Tits reveals herself, but then she ends up going splat, disappears, and he's like, I know where she is. It's there. And he points out the helicopter where there is a Mortal Kombat-looking soul beam going into space, which yeah. is going into the giant artichoke. For, for whatever reason, for a moment, they're confused. Where They're like, where could she possibly be? We need <laughs> to find her body. Right. What? Uh, uh, is she in space? Is she somewhere on Earth? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. So not. apparently all of London <laughs> is straight up quarantined. Maybe she's in the building that has a giant blue beam of energy flying out of Possibly. it. Uh, you know what? Lucky guess, if you ask me. And Carlson admits that he is confused. He's horny. He's weak. He's susceptible. And he's so, so horny. Everybody just, is so horny in this movie. He has to go towards this beacon. He has to just move towards the light. Yep, you're He's not gonna get find uh, you're not gonna find Baby Yoda there. You're gonna find uh, Space Bush. But Kane feels no such bullshit. Kane, he goes to find Falada. Yep, and for whatever reason, I don't actually know why, but he sh- he shoots him <laughs> because Falada <laughs> uh, Falada is is one of the space vampires. Yeah, I guess you recognize that as. Somehow he's, he's like, hey, you're yeah. not Falada anymore. You're being real fucking weird. Yeah, yeah so he pulls out his no, sorry. 1911. He shoots What's him in the gut. You're being old 60s and 70s, eh? And he dies. But he has special right bullets. Away. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's where uh, he looks up and goes, all right, then. Here I go. Yep, here and I go. And his soul gets sucked out of his anus. And he's gone. <laughs> and shot up into the Shang Tsung beam of light. Yeah. And London is in chaos. And he looks at Luke King and says... Luke, thank you. <laughs> Meanwhile, zombie space vampire husks are rampaging all around them and fucking shit up. Linnea Quickly's running around with her tits out, eating everyone in sight. Eating asses. Mm. I think these, are, these vampires are they're all zombie ass eaters. Oh, a bunch of barnacle <laughs> barnacle bottom feeders. Yeah. <laughs> so the penile space anomaly is uh, ominously hovering above Earth, sucking up energy. <laughs> well, this is going on. Carlson, the American astronaut, is like, you know what? If 
fuck everyone. I'm going to go find her, and I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> yep, he goes on an epic zombie quest across the city to find boobs and fuck some space vampires. And he goes, uh, I, and I love that she is the perfect woman for him, designed after his innermost desires, and it just tells you that he is right on the cuff, the cusp of being a pedophile. Yeah. He doesn't have bad taste, really. If you're going to manifest a hot woman, I think he did it right. Dude, this guy is like 40 fucking years old. Uh, me, I'm one of those guys that like a nice, full-grown, over 30-year-old woman with large breasts and a big ass. Yeah, you say that, but maybe someday an alien will come by and prove you wrong. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm not, I don't know. I'll drink to that. Yeah. Where are we at, Greg? So he gets to at, uh, he gets to space tits, and that's where uh, we're at. Kane assaulting the the last of the remaining vampires, besides this booby woman. Oh, that's uh, where he has to go all through London to uh, to yeah. find where uh, this is going on, right? And he attacks him with the lead stake, mm. and he wins. Sure does <laughs> pretty easily. It's kind of pretty a, anticlimactic. Yeah, it's not super important. Yeah. This this vampire walks out onto the steps of like a uh, uh, what is it like a museum or some shit, and he just, he runs up there. He's like, "Hey, before you can actually do what you're trying to do, I'm gonna stab you in the solar plexus with this stake." <laughs> and he does it. It's done. Nobody cares because what we're all focused on is Carlson and the hot, hot horny sex that he's having with. Booby vampire with space brush. Right now. Yeah, yes. he's just totally boning her while all this, sh- while all of London is in disarray. Yeah, nobody cares mm-hmm. about the the Kane subplot. No, no, no. Colonel Cocaine ends up showing up with uh with the the lead ancient dagger sword, and he tries so hard to cock block my man Carlson, but he's just not having any of it. Carlson, I love it that he's trying to like reach the sword to Carlson. Yeah, Carlson's like, oh god. Oh, I could barely reach it, and he's not fully oh, extending his arm. And it's he's like, just slightly out of my reach, dude. I'm I'm sorry, I just can't dude, get it, dude. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> right? dude. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. I wish I really wish I could stop this woman from having hot space alien vampires. It's like the guy like, come on, then we're gonna leave this party. Like, yeah. dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm yep. fucking one of the Wrigley twins. <laughs> It's like fucking, uh, come on, man, I want to go home. I want to drive home right now. Yeah, oh, man, we came here together. We're going to leave here together. (laughs) It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You've been calling me a dead fuck this whole time. I'm finally getting laid. Dead fuck. Yeah, this is a real Teddy Crispin Glover moment here from, uh... Predictably, he is seduced by space boobs. And he gets sucked. Take much. He gets sucked Again. and fucked straight into space. This is this loving is so passionate that they rise into the cosmos and are yep. sucked into this dick anomaly spaceship that we mentioned earlier. But so this is where uh, he ends up getting the lead sword from Peter Firth, uh, Colonel Cocaine, and shoves the the stake through. Space vampire bushes back, which goes through his chest, and it's like, dude, you could have went through the front. Do that, yeah, yeah. You didn't have to do that. No point. Unless he just really wanted to die with sacrificing yourself. I feel like they were trying to do some some kind of like penetration, like metaphor or something here. I'm thinking that's what happened. Yeah, but I don't know. Fell short. 
Um, and then uh, it was unrealistic because nobody would ever do that. So, uh, so space. He would, he would fuck that woman until they went into space and mutated into something. I else. would have held it would in my hand and then been like, "Humana, humana, 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 humana." Power right Yeah, I would, I would have held it in my hand and be like, "Oh shit." Sorry, Kane. I dropped it. What? <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Oh, you better come down to. here and finish the job. Yeah. Oh, I guess guess we're doing our thing. Yeah. yeah. Hot tag. Hot tag. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Kane. Yeah, I would <laughs> love to cuck for you, Colonel Cocaine. Colonel <laughs> uh, Cockblock. So that sends a chain reaction up into the uh, giant artichoke dick above the UK, stopping all the vampires on earth and then punch and pie was served turns out it's awesome for everyone cake and juice all yeah. around it's a fucking party for carl's peter firth leaves the uh leaves the building where this fucking shit happens and gets all shawshake redemption he reaching up to the sky and then we have the end credits yeah yep I... it's awesome it's a great ending <laughs> I'm going to give this movie uh, uh, three out of five scaries. It's so good. It is It is really fucking good. I love the effects, uh, but there is seriously like five movies going on at the same time. Which I don't think is a detriment to it. It's no. not bad, but it like it's kind of like, what am I watching? Am I watching a horror movie? Am I watching a sci-fi movie? Am I watching an action movie? Am I watching a romance? Am I watching a comedy? Am I watching a drama? Guess what? You're watching everything at once. Just a little mm-hmm. bit of noir in there, too. Honestly, there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this movie gets a three out of five because I will probably never watch it again. Right. Uh, oh, come on. I will probably never watch it again. Uh, I love Toby Hooper, but yeah, definitely a three out of five for me. Will? Yeah, I actually give it the same, a three out of five. Yeah? Yeah. Seriously, you guys only give it three? Yeah. Like, like, like so it's, it's enjoyable, but I, I, like, a lot of my ratings like depend on if it's like rewatchable. And like this, this I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, like my, yeah. like, I don't really see myself watching this again. No, it's nice. not, I, I may watch like, this again. Like, it's, like, not, like, it's not bad. It's just like, I wouldn't like. I'm surprised. I'm I'll be like 40 years old, and I'll be like, "Yo, I'll be I'll be divorced, living be in like a studio." De- yeah, like divorced, living in a studio department uh, apartment, and it's like I'm trying to fall asleep. I just got done jerking off. I might throw on Life Force. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was great. I I love the uh, the 2001 esque intro. Okay. Okay. I love the abundance of just space boobies. Okay. Uh, we got vampires. Mm-hmm. We got zombies. We've got London in flames. Uh, just chaos towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Mr. Deltoid. It's okay. always good if yeah. you love Clockwork Orange. Right. Yeah, so many positive traits to this movie. It is a cinematic masterpiece. Mm-hmm. There are this movie is extremely ambitious, and I'll give you that. Yeah, high uh, budget. The effects are all great. And for a canon movie the, being this high budget, the only other canon movie I could think that had a budget like this would have been, like, uh, Chopping Mall. There's a goddamn helicopter. <laughs> That's true. There's a scene where there are men riding in a helicopter. Helicopters, as we know, are expensive. Yeah. So, based on that, clear five out of five from me. I love Life Force. I love most things that Toby Hooper does. Oh, same. Okay, here's, okay, here's the thing. And this you is give, no exception. You give all of our movies a five out of five. That now. is not true. Mm. If you listen back through all of our previous episodes, you will find that to possibly not be true. So never accuse me of that. Thank Probably you. Probably not true. Allegedly. What the fuck is 
pretty true. So. Yeah, I don't know about that. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed our take on Life Force. If you haven't, definitely watch Life Force. You can find it on Tubi and Amazon Prime. Yes. Uh, if you have uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Will, if anybody wanted to... Who doesn't t- nowadays? You've been in quarantine for a year. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Right? Even of Amazon Prime, you're kind of fucking up. Uh, Will, if anyone wants to email us, they can email us at... DamnThatScaryPod at gmail.com. Please email us like any suggestions or comments or any... like. Bullshit. I know we, we got some. Uh, uh, I feel like we don't have any. We haven't gotten any emails. No, we have. We have got we? some. Yeah, we. Oh. Uh, yeah, but it's it's it's. It, we got some stuff for uh, some shorts that we have to review. We just haven't gotten to it yet. Okay, but keep sending it to us. Yeah. I. Uh, I. Uh, if you wanted to reach us on uh, Instagram, well, we are damn that scary pod on Instagram. Uh, we are also on the Facebook. We are just damn that scary, and on uh, the Twitter, we are damn that scary. If you guys want to like follow us or like us or you know what actually yeah go ahead and give us a five-star review on uh, apple podcast and on spotify because we need those because we need our numbers to be up a little more than they are so yeah do that shit yeah do it consistently yeah well uh guys i hope you're enjoying almost porn april because i sure fucking am i hope you guys are almost Almost porn almost porn Almost born. April. Uh, April. April. Space. Bush. Boobs. Bush. Bush. Space boobs. We have to figure this out. All right. Greg, in closing. <sighs> Love each other. Will, in closing. <sighs> Care for another. I'm sorry. I should have said uh, Mickey Throbbin Nobbin. Oh, and uh, fuck. Pierre Packin. I completely forgot we're doing that, to be honest. And uh, Pierre Lepaki. And <laughs> I am Kurt Schroeder, and I'm going to leave you with Keep It Spooky! Spooky! Yeah, you yeah, suck, yeah. Kurt Schroeder. <laughs>